What is up, y'all? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 30 of Whiskey Wednesday podcast session, where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, I'm going to be joined by fitness experts and gym owners, Shane and Lizzie. What is going on, guys? Hello. Cheers. Cheers. Hello. Thank you for being on the show, and thank you for uh, coming on and drinking some whiskey. I know you guys are probably against this. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had straight whiskey, so it's like really okay. So, it, so Lizzie told us before the show that she only drinks whiskey if it's mixed. Yeah. Um, today we're going to be <laughs> featuring Texas whiskey, one of my favorites, one of my sister's favorites actually, and my personal favorite, Basil Hayden's Dark Rye. This has a really good taste, but actually, I'm looking around the table. We're all drinking Texas whiskey Texas. right now. So, mm-hmm. me and Shane have already taken a sip. Lizzie's taking her first. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 it's super strong. It's strong. I didn't expect it to be so strong because I see people yeah. drinking it in like the glass, in the like movies. nothing <laughs> in the movies. <laughs> All the cowboys, huh? Yeah. Why are they drinking that they stuff? Drink, like, <laughs> it must oh not gosh. be real. <laughs> the movies. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, it's like, yeah. In the movies, it's really <laughs> they easy, drink right? it really easy. <laughs> so, what do you guys usually drink if you do go out? Um, vodka club soda. Vodka yeah. club soda. Yeah. yeah. Vodka. Our margaritas no if we're in our off season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> off season. We go on vacation. It's margarita. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So sure. really excited to have you guys on. I've been following you guys for some time. Um, you guys are super active on social media. Mm-hmm. It's really good mm-hmm. to see people utilizing social media the right way and really getting their brand out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys own a gym here, Sun City Athletic Club, as mm-hmm. well. So kind of introduce yourself to the people that don't know who you are unfamiliar mm-hmm. with yourselves what do you guys who are you and what do you do do you want to go or me no ladies first okay um so Gentlemen. me and shane um have been together now for what 10 years yeah. about 10 or 11, 11 years, years going on 11 um so we just started dating and i had never really been into fitness or anything before i was always active but i was just very skinny i had no body shape or anything um, and then when I met him, he was a personal trainer. And so he's like, hey, like, come on, let me train so you. Just been always, I tried you've it. always been like this. I yeah. <laughs> and I was attracted to it. <laughs> I liked his muscles. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, so he started teaching me about lifting and stuff like that. And then he was like, you know what? There's no good girl personal trainers here in El Paso. He's like, and women want to be with a, a woman trainer to make right. them feel more comfortable and everything. So. He was like, you should do it. So yeah, I got certified. I got into it and started doing really well. A lot of ladies wanted to train with me. And then I started doing the bikini competitions um, and I became a professional competitor. So I won like all of the competitions that I ever did and, really? uh-huh, That's and awesome. won a national yeah. competition like, <laughs> on my first time. Really? Yeah. Uh, so like never, lost, never lost. Yeah. So I went to so the that was fate, huh? Because you were already yeah. into this stuff. Yeah. yeah he, like, he had been bodybuilding for what? Oh, like, yeah. A long time before he met yeah. me. It took me like three years to win first place. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. It's like a freak It takes of a lot of work, right? I don't oh, think yeah. People just born with amazing genetics, you know? Yeah. As Mexicans, we have to work hard. I have hard. a, a fast metabolism. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just meant to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've been competing professionally and traveling and everything, so that's been really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we opened up our own gym because we had been working at a few other gyms, and we didn't really like, like, one thing from the gym, we didn't like this, or we did like this, but it didn't have it at another gym, so it was Shane's dream to open up a gym. So we just buckled down. We were eating just tuna and and yeah. doing one dollar red box movies and 
yeah. um, saving up money. You know, we got a treadmill. We would put it in our apartment. We got an elliptical. We would put it in our apartment until we had enough equipment to open up a small little studio. Yeah, we got no loans or nothing. We just started like mm-hmm. a little garage. Little by little, mm-hmm. picking up mm-hmm. equipment. Yeah, when I started... Um, I started personal training when I was like 21, 22 as a job just to get me through college. Um, Then I finished and I went criminal justice. I had a criminal justice degree from UTEP. And I was like, okay, what do I do now? So I got a job at like the finance department at Casa Nissan. And I was there for three years, just a desk job from nine to five. And everything I was learning, all the sales skills and how to treat customers, customer service, how to close deals. You know, I was like, man, I could use these sales skills in what I was doing. You know, if you apply those sales skills, you can apply it to anywhere. Any type. sales is yeah. everything. Sales yeah. is life. Oh, Kids yeah. are salesmen. You know, oh, they're oh, convincing yeah. you uh-huh. that they want that snack and uh-huh. why they deserve this yeah. toy. Yeah. It's yeah. like everyone, I think, personally oh, is yeah. a salesperson. And then the car dealership, they teach you, okay, who are you going to need? Who do you need to close? The husband or the wife? Boom. You're like establishing the report. And boom, the wife. Dominant. Yeah, happens Who's in, in control yeah. of this? In the homes, yeah. it probably happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. They I figured that out too. Really quick. Or the like, husband. I'm going to talk wife. to this person yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's it? What do you mean? Yes, you know. So and you have the wallet. You have yeah. the decision yeah. making. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And yeah, so I would always tell myself, man, if I would apply this to personal training. When I was mm-hmm. a personal trainer. And when I was personal training through college, I didn't take it as serious because it was just like a regular job. But as soon as I got a nine to five job at a cubicle that's when I realized like man I had it made like I don't want to go back and say oh man you just feel like you're making an impact on the person's life yeah like it's amazing how people are just um, insecure or they get bullied by themselves thoughts in their head you know and it's amazing what fitness just transforms a person to have confidence level of confidence yeah confidence they start um, their outlook on life being positive their relationships get better it's really hard to find that in a job and get paid for it you know and I found that in in uh, personal training well what happened was that um i was training at certain gyms and like lizzie said that i just saw different vibes were bad like the only cool thing about having well that cool thing about having your own business that you make the decision on who works with you it's like when you if you were to get your own uh, real estate firm okay i want to just hire these agents right i just want positivity in my life you get to create your own culture exactly so we have 10 amazing people that have stuck with us through the thick and thin and We've grown our business so well with them, you know, and some of them have um, left and opened their own gyms and they're doing well too. And no, but that's what we wanted. And then we got into this, um, we started with a a small studio and we've been growing and growing and little by little, just being patient, being disciplined with spending the money, you know, because when you have your own business, you're like all this money, but you have to reinvest it. Yeah, it goes back in, right? Oh yeah, going back in. I think two years into real estate, Mm -hmm. this will be my, coming into January, this is going to be my third year. And I'm, this year is the year that I make profit. <laughs> this is the year that I make money. <laughs> like the first yeah. two or three years, yeah. we didn't go on any vacation. Oh, yeah. We just stayed. She like, was driving. Uh, I remember at the time she was driving like a little Toyota Camry, like all beat up. And she would tell me, oh, I want a better car. And I was like, just wait for me. Just wait yeah. one more year. I would tell her, I could get you any car you want. Just wait for me. And we stuck through it, you know? You guys been doing this for 10 yeah, years. Yeah, 10 years. And uh, awesome. one of my friends from out of town sometimes comes to visit. She's from... Um, New Orleans, Desiree, mm-hmm. and she's always like, I'm so proud of you that you're making a living from working out here in El Paso, you know, like doing what you love. Yeah, you make no, but also making a living in a city that's known to be an obese city. Like things are now changing right now. Right now, like is the best time to be moving here, you know, but, that's exactly what we were yeah. just talking about. The, in the periods, I got goosebumps when you said that everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I personally love El Paso mm-hmm. and I think that right now 
this city is about to experience the yeah. biggest boom it's ever oh, had. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a video that I saw on the, on Facebook. I don't know where I saw it, but it, it described El Paso as a rebirth, reborn. El Paso really? It's a video and it's reborn, reborn. And I was talking to Lizzie when we were driving and I was telling her, that is totally how I feel. Like it's a rebirth of the city. Like yeah. It's just reborn. You and you guys, mean? you guys are from here, right? Yeah, I, He's from I was here. born and raised. Okay. Uh, my dad was military, so I moved all over, and then we were stationed at Fort Bliss, and I met Shane. Um, then I went off to college at Texas State, and then I came back for him. Yeah, so. yeah. we still <laughs> in touch, and she was in college. That's yeah. awesome. And she came back, and yeah, yeah. We follow did, uh, it's all in the follow-up, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told her I'll call you in four back. years after you're done. Were you like, gonna no, be done with that degree? Four years? She's like, no, I'll call you up. That's really cool. Yeah. But yeah, that is crazy. I mean, El Paso has had a rep that I think they've had for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. I think it really started changing probably about four or five years ago when mm-hmm. people became more accepting to support local. People mm-hmm. started paying for tickets now. People started just doing things that, you know, weren't against what people were trying to do. It's all about growth. And I think now that the city's aware of how much people are, you know, like you guys, entrepreneurs are trying to grow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are starting to support that a lot yeah. more now, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. We right. totally see that in our business. Mm-hmm. And we also try to support local businesses. Like, we try to promote as much. Like, we have a lot of business owners at our gym. And I always try to, like, um, uh, network people. Yeah. Like, even I'm like, like, today, I networked a guy that owns a shopping center called The Substation in the West Side. Mm-hmm. Really nice, pretty um, shopping center. And my other client does like the cleaning for shopping centers like the whole um outside has a business for that parking lots uh, yeah parking lots and all that so i was like hey you guys should meet this guy owns this this guy owns this whenever you guys need something you call each other and i've always done that and i love that and it just always comes back to you yeah Yeah, it always comes back to you. for sure i think i i'm a huge follower of gary vaynerchuk i don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys follow him but because it's too much (laughs) (laughs) he does he does but he actually made a video about that the other day somebody asked him um why do you cuss so much like why is it necessary yeah Mm -hmm. And he replied, it's just how I am. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, if I'm going to be yeah. on camera 24-7, I'm not yeah, going to be someone I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I cuss. Unfortunately, yeah. I cuss. And that's just him, you know. Yeah. So, no, I read his book, um, Crushing It. Crushing It. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, so I went to this event in last January. And mm-hmm. we're going again. I'm Now I'm taking Violet and Sosa because they're part of my team. It was Agent 2021. Um, and basically, it was Gary's event and he talked about where realtors should be promoting that's the only reason why i started a vlog and started my podcast i got back from that event january pumped got in contact her husband actually reached out to me and said hey if you need any help with anything let me know i could do this this this." and i'm like i need exactly that you're hired let's do this you know and from since february 1st that started and since then we started this podcast we've had so much momentum growing I, we were doing content management. They were more, mm-hmm. um, managing my social media, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that that event really opened my eyes mm-hmm. to what I need to be doing, not what I was doing. What was one thing know? that really caught your eye? So the biggest comeback was simply this. My first year in real estate, I hit six figures. Mm-hmm. I did good. Mm-hmm. I, I broke statistics. What? Because statistically speaking, 80% of realtors that get their license in their first year fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I had set the level of expectation as far as work mm-hmm. 
and goals, it matched. Mm -hmm. So because of that, my first year, I was a realtor. I was a good realtor. Mm -hmm. When I went to this Gary V event, I came back understanding that I couldn't be a realtor anymore if I wanted to go to the next level. Mm -hmm. I have to be a media company. Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned. Mm -hmm. I came back literally with a new business plan where I redeveloped everything. I reevaluated everything. I said, okay, I need to be pouring 60 to 80% of my profits back into my business. The other 20% is to live and yeah. survive, you know? Yeah. But the majority of this has to go into growing my team. And just two months ago, got my assistant now. And now I have somebody helping me with the podcast and mm-hmm. going to this next event. We're going again in a week and a half for the oh, second so cool. year. Mm-hmm. And he said it too. Gary said it. I guarantee you guys next year's event mm-hmm. Half of you guys will have videographers with you for your vlogs and your podcast. And I'm going back with my videographer (laughs) and my assistant. And it's crazy because that is really where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Business owners, entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to the tools, the platforms that we have to take advantage Mm -hmm. of. And that's why I really like and Mm -hmm. admire what you guys are doing Mm -hmm. because you guys are actively influencing Mm -hmm. people on social media Mm -hmm. at a huge scale compared to before. 10 years mm-hmm. ago where we didn't have any of these things yeah. and it was, you know, starting off as a yeah. trainer, uh-huh. walk me through your first year as a trainer. How hard was it to kind uh-huh. of get, you know what? That's a there? really good question. And I'm so glad you, you brought it up. Um, back in the days, even when you were, oh, it was like 15 years ago, <laughs> we used to pass out business cards. We had to go to doctor's office. We had to go, um, go to chiropractors. The yeah. The we, uh, we used to, I used to carry, carry cards with me. And if I'd go to a store, I'd come back and put carts in every car, their windshield. Yeah. And that's how you got business. And now it's so easy that you could just send a private message to somebody. Hey, would you like to personal train with me? These are some results. And people don't do it. Yeah. The, uh, social media is getting people super lazy. I've yeah. seen it. Like with it's so easy. And we've seen it with trainers time trainers, and time again that they don't use all of the platforms tools. that they have, all the yeah. tools in their And I tell you guys are like the yeah. new generation, you should know all this scary yeah. B stuff that mm-hmm. you're missing out on and stuff. And the thing is that if you don't know, uh-huh. you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of people see social media and see their personal Instagram or Facebook mm-hmm. account as, I'm not going to post about work. It's my personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I post Maybe about my family why. and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think people just have the wrong interpretation of what social media can actually do yeah. me personally mm-hmm. my business runs on instagram yeah, yeah. That's if instagram tomorrow yeah. died yeah <laughs> but you know what <laughs> yeah. that's why we started a podcast <laughs> yeah. that's why we're going to have you on the podcast yeah. <laughs> but you know what? something that um um that i've seen with a younger crowd is that they um they don't think about facebook they think about instagram snapchat mm-hmm. and um, I was just talking to, I had a trainer meeting today and I told them 80% of my business comes from Facebook. People that can afford personal training are in Facebook. They're not on Instagram. Like I have lawyers, doctors, there's some, another different world happening on Facebook. And I tell Lizzie, you're missing out. Like sometimes I'll talk to her clients and have inside jokes and mess around <laughs> with them. And these guys are, their girls are OBGYN, like professional people that can network with you. It can open doors for you. I'm like, you're missing out on all that. Yeah. Like don't delete, don't like Gary says, do not uh, ignore all the platforms. No, you. I think you personally have to understand every platform because every platform is completely different. different. Yeah. If you look at the platforms and how they've changed over the years, you had Twitters and then you had Snapchat, mm-hmm. which were, I mean, they're still used. Mm-hmm. But attention has been going a lot now, my opinion, to Instagram only because the attention span has gotten shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. And 
for my opinion, my personal evaluation of social media mm-hmm. is that Facebook and other platforms have a lot of noise where you have to sift through yeah. some good That's stuff. That's how I feel. That's yeah. why I, I don't want to go through everybody's faster. pictures yeah. of their kids yeah. like all day. Right. Instagram <laughs> is a picture can either captivate yeah. you and make you stop scrolling because yeah. really when I think of social media and thinking of being, you know, having that different mindset coming back and now understanding I got to be a, a, a media company, you know, mm-hmm. having that mentality and understanding the grasp that people have on attention, you have to understand how quick you have to grab somebody's attention mm-hmm. because if two seconds, three seconds, you mm-hmm. don't have somebody's attention. Yeah. This little movement yeah. that we've been so accustomed to uh-huh. is so normal yeah. to somebody that yeah. two seconds, boom, two seconds, but two I seconds, feel two seconds. you guys are right. But I feel 40 people, 40, 40, 45 and above don't do that. Like we actually read stuff. Like on Facebook. Really? It's my, like mom, my, my mom. My mom is. No. My Facebook, my Facebook is like a newspaper in the mornings. Really? Like I'm looking at stuff like lawyers that are sharing um, interesting articles that they read. Exactly. Uh, a TED talk that one of my friends that, that we share like stuff like, like if you were on Facebook and you shared a TED talk, I'm like. I'd be interested. I was like, what is this yeah. guy doing? I want to be like, eh. Maybe. See, how, you know how I mean? hard is it to share a TED Talk on Instagram? Uh, you can't because yeah. it's 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think understanding each platform. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Facebook and Twitter are more of a textual, you know, mm-hmm. longer, longer form mm-hmm. of marketing where it comes down to Instagram and Snapchat very quick. Mm-hmm. See, I get your attention or I don't, mm-hmm. you know? So... Hitting every single market and making sure that you don't miss out on those people. Because at the end of the day, every night, not even 99%, 110% of every single person living in this world has to at one point care about their health. Mm -hmm. So for you to only focus on one is, you know, Mm -hmm. focusing on the Facebook and Instagram, even if you guys are doing it, Mm -hmm. your niche is Instagram, yours is Facebook. Yeah, at least you guys got yeah. that opposite of yeah. you know you guys can work yeah. together and combine yeah. and that happens even with our our race what is it called race or what do you call it like your I'm Hispanic Demo- demographic 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 like I'm Hispanic <laughs> you know like even like the same thing you know yeah yours is demo uh, Hispanic, Hispanic you know yeah, yeah. and it's I like he'll post like Spanish memes and stuff like that that are funny yeah. you know <laughs> yeah and she does like all the other stuff mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> 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 what is <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna sound racist on this show. <laughs> no, that's funny, but I think that's that's really good that you guys found each other because it seems like you guys since mm-hmm. ten years ago have been mm-hmm. kind of a glove and support system for each other. Yeah, we complement yeah. each other really well. What mm-hmm. I mean, and you probably have talked about this on your own podcast, and we'll get into your podcast too. But what do you feel has really helped you guys grow as a couple? Not only relationship wise, but business as well, and create this this kind of business. Definitely, I would say like going through the hard times and just having each other's back. Like when you go through hard times, um, like some drama happens in our business or something like that. Like me and Shane have just always been there for each other, and that's mm-hmm. what's really kept our relationship strong mm-hmm. for ten years. Really? Like, yeah, once you have you were somebody, nobody. Yeah, once you were somebody that you're. Bank account's been negative for the past three months, you know, and they're sticking with you. You know they're right. Yeah, you know, you know what? Like, you're not going to mess that trust that you've had over those years for somebody, you know? Yeah. A random person, you know? Mess yeah. it up. I think that's that's really what it comes down to, too, in relationships. I think relationships nowadays... I grew up in the era... I mean, even though I'm, I'm young, you guys are young, too. 
Maybe you didn't experience it. You're too young. How old are you? <laughs> I just turned 30. Oh. Yeah. But I grew up where, you know, it was cool to hand out notes to each other mm-hmm. and, and oh, express yeah. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, now they like have like that. the swipe left, swipe yeah. right. It's just like so fast relationships and yeah. they don't work on relationships. Right, right. Yeah. I think everything's yeah. just become about speed. You yeah. know, everything's mm-hmm. been about speed and when you're used to such a platform that it's easy to reject someone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with a simple swipe mm-hmm. and you come face to face with people, those social skills tend to go out the window because now if, if you don't like yeah. somebody, it's just like yeah. in your mind, you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they're still there. It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so I think some of that, some of that has to do a lot with as far as like how relationships don't work out because mm-hmm. I do see that. I do see that. And I hear about, a lot of couples that get together and try and create the empire, but mm-hmm. one party's not on board mm-hmm. or one party doesn't have the same vision. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely have to have it your was, vision aligned and your faith yeah. and everything the same. I agree. Yeah. It was a, at the beginning, it was a little bit hard because you were kind of like a little young and wanted <laughs> to do <laughs> a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> with, with, you know, with the money, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> with the money. <laughs> that's good, and that's how you kind of this. This you guys have kind of created that discipline within yourself too, mm-hmm. in creating that business because you guys have literally built a gym. I mean, mm-hmm. if you guys are following them on social media, you'll see them at mm-hmm. your gym, and your gym looks yeah very updated and yeah you, know, you, you got some good we tried equipment to like um, well first we had like a personal training studio and it was more very boutique and we catered to more of like high-end clients um and then we just saw that it wasn't really working in el paso so we we rebranded the whole gym and it was called new you fitness and now it's called sun city athletic club um, and we rebranded it into more of like a hardcore bodybuilding style. So we have pictures of like Arnold. We have like the old style dumbbells, yeah. um, kind of like a Metroflex. I don't know if you've ever seen what a no. Metroflex so are kind of like we've, the old Well, we've gym. seen like friends of ours that have opened gyms in other cities or people that we follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're they're more leaning more towards a warehouse style gym. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tall ceilings. Yeah, tall yeah. ceilings with turf. You could throw the weights around, not like a global gym. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. a market for everything, you know? Right. And our market is that, you know? And it's That's been awesome. really working well for us. Yeah. So how does your business stuff. structure? Are you guys on a membership basis? Is this a, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we have memberships. It's an open gym. Um, and then we have personal trainers as well. So we have like 10 different trainers and people mm-hmm. can choose if they want to be with a trainer and just work out on their own. And what works well is that we're always there. That's our passion. You know, like mm-hmm. I read a book one time that said, well, if you were, you have millions of dollars, what would you do for free? And I tell them this, is what I'm doing right now. Like I love to personal train. Like yeah. I see myself. Waking up in the morning, a millionaire, and going to work, trying to impact a person's life. You know what I mean? Helping people that can't afford personal training. Like I would tell this lady that she would tell me, oh, I pray to God each day to help me lose weight. And I tell her, you're blessed. You're financially blessed to afford a trainer four days a week. It's all on you God, now. God, yeah, God, it's all God, on. God's doing his part. Yeah. Put the trainer in front of you. Yeah. I tell her, it's all on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, we love um, helping people out and educating them about nutrition. So right. every single uh, client that we get, we sit down with them. We go over to nutrition, how they should be eating. We do their body measurements. It's just like mm-hmm. 100% customer service. That's when we service. came out with our movement, the Lifty P movement. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little uh-huh. bit about that. Uh-huh. So the couple of years ago, how long has it been now? Like five, six Four, years ago? Five. Five, six years ago, I was just scrolling through TED Talks and I saw um, a title that said, Mayor makes city lose 1,000 pounds or 1 million million pounds. pounds. I was like, what? Wait a minute. So I just started uh, listening to it. And it's right now, it's on on TED Talks. And it's it's the Oklahoma mayor 
that um, made Oklahoma lose Oklahoma um, City lose a million pounds. Mil so the way he starts is that he says that when they built a city, it was made not for people. It was for cars, right? Everything that he describes is like El Paso. He's describing El Paso. Mm -hmm. So what he like did? You can't walk anywhere. You can't bike anywhere. You can't bike like, without it's getting run over. To drive, yeah, to drive everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he says it's not meant for people to live here. Mm -hmm. So he started doing a bunch of stuff in the city. He, he, he they had like an mascara the lake, like us, and nobody used to even do it. And now it's so well kept that the Olympic trials are now held there. Really, for the Olympics in the lake. Mm -hmm. So he just transformed the whole city. And we just got so inspired, and we and instead of saying, ah, El Paso sucks, how come people don't do that? We started doing it. You know, we started going, you know what? We should start doing that. We went to the mayor, we talked to them, we talked to Oscar Leeser, wow. and Oscar Leeser says, what do you guys have in mind? I told him, we want to do a, a fitness festival with different sporting events, free to the public. Well, remember we went to Mexico and we saw like a big fitness festival that was happening on the streets. Yeah. And we're like, that would be so cool in El Paso because it was just like open. Everybody was like doing Zumba and stuff like that. Yeah. We're like, that would be so cool in El Paso. So that's when we went downtown and we talked to the to the mayor and we told yeah. him, hey, like we're going to do this fitness festival. So we were talking to the city and everything. And the first year we did do it outside downtown. We closed down the streets and it was super cool. We had bodybuilding, jujitsu. Uh, CrossFit and vendors really? and stuff like that That's on the street. Really cool. Powerlifting. Yeah, we made it free to the public so that they could all come. Uh -huh. And friends of uh, ours from other cities were like, nobody's ever done that. In Dallas, nobody's ever done uh, in uh, Phoenix, like all these supposedly um, healthy cities. Right. Nobody's ever done the sporting event for free mm -hmm. in, in the middle of downtown. And we did it, you know. Mm -hmm. We did it for free. We slept four hours a whole weekend, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and... Um, and I tell so one like, thing yeah. entrepreneurs miss out on yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> the first two years we made no money from it mm -hmm. no sleepless nights everything you know we barely started money after the third year and it was just our passion and the, for the movement you know that's yeah. really cool that you guys did that because you offered a free event mm -hmm. that was not in your favor it wasn't mm -hmm. like you were making money off of it yeah. Yeah. you started it you pushed it but mm -hmm. you really pushed it for the city because yeah. mm -hmm. for a long time El Paso was known as a mm -hmm. obese city right and so was mm -hmm. Oklahoma and he said, it's my, my goal to get it off that list. And he did it. Like he says mm -hmm. that. And men's health, it's off the list now. Mm -hmm. You know, and wow. I told Lizzie, imagine one day we can be like that. And we're like, we're going to do it. We're going to mm -hmm. do it. And now if you see El Paso, it's becoming, it will happen. Just yeah, wait. I guarantee uh -huh. it too. And our events grown dramatically. Really? Like amazing. Our hashtag on Instagram, hashtag LiffityP has like a 12,000 uh, hashtags. Mm -hmm. Like really? we just encourage people, whenever you do a fitness activity, hashtag it on your Instagram, Lift just so we can show, LiffityP, so we can show people that there's actually fitness happening in El Paso. Yeah. Because and you're talking about fitness like... Anything. Anything, like if you're hiking, Walking, anything, hiking, like if you're running, yeah. it just tag. We started with four events, now we have like six, six. no? Look, yeah. we have strongman, mm -hmm. powerlifting, bodybuilding, karate, jujitsu, Jiu and bodybuilding. Did you say Body bodybuilding? I did it. I don't know. There's six of it. <laughs> I think there's bodybuilding and then karate, jujitsu. I'm trying to think of the layout of the place. We had a kid zone, CrossFit. CrossFit. I think CrossFit. we're going to say CrossFit. CrossFit. CrossFit's the biggest one. It's so the, the CrossFit games. is like crazy. Like yeah. we sell out of entries. Like we have 300 participants. So we, we teamed up with, um, I don't know if you've ever met a Mark and Amy Duchesne. They live on the east side five? of El Paso. No. CrossFit They're like five? the Shane and Lizzie from the east side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. They're really nice, but they're really introverted. So you guys are on the west side, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. 
really introvert, but really sweet people. They like to share with you. Anyways, well, um, it just has grown dramatically. Really? Like thousands and thousands of people come out in the news. Uh, we got our, this is our first year that we had a major supplement company come, which mm-hmm. is Gat Nutrition, mm-hmm. and what I tell and we go to other cities and other expos and we're like we're hanging with them like it's not bad like we're there you know that's awesome and all we need is big supplement companies or big um, sponsors to come because what we've been doing is getting the event with 50 or 60 um, booths that's how we pay for the event with booths mm-hmm. people you know I mean? people paying yeah $300 booths oh, yeah. we just like and there's business there. I mean, yeah. you guys are you guys are bringing in business yeah and members. you know what fitness just helps out everybody like yeah. even in your in your um um, line of work um, people want to live where it's a fit city like yeah. people want to move to Austin to mm-hmm. Scottsdale to Denver because right. people are outside doing stuff yeah. and why can't we do this 365 beautiful days a year dude we could yeah, totally do this year yeah. ever, and yeah. it is going to happen it is going to happen yeah. before I used to be like why can't it happen here and now I'm like it's happening it's happening so where do you guys see El Paso in the next five years um, what do you see I see it becoming like Phoenix yeah. yeah, a little bit like. Phoenix. Fe- I love yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. I love Phoenix because so I'm a I'm actually a vegetarian, mm-hmm. I'm a vegan. Mm-hmm. I eat a little cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but going to Arizona, I, I was super impressed last year because there's so many options and they were all walking distance too. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I and walked everywhere, too. everywhere. Yeah. And then you like like sometimes we'll go to Scottsdale and then we're eating and you overhear people talking about diet and oh I'm doing this diet oh I'm doing this workout and you're like. Wow, like you never hear this in your city, you know? Mm-hmm. So but, what do you think is one of the biggest issues when it comes down to people dieting uh-huh. or staying fit? No, I think we have so many restaurants. Like, especially oh, yeah. on the east side, there's so many there's restaurants. So and everybody eats city, out. Uh, there's so much good food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody eats out all the time. See, do you, do you if I was living in Juarez, I would not be a bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be a bodybuilder. professional <laughs> taco yeah. Yeah. Hold the record, Life Shane. Tacos. <laughs> 200 tacos. <laughs> uh, she doesn't like pizza. If she liked pizza, I would be you so like overweight. Pizza? I don't like pizza. And she gets oh, heartburn. Oh, man. I get heartburn. I, remember, <laughs> yeah. I, like pizza. I, I mean, tomato. I like the taste, but it's I get tomato. heartburn. So yeah. that's why I don't like it. Is it tomato or the pepperoni? Yeah. yeah. No, she doesn't eat pepperoni, so it's a tomato sauce. Yeah, it's yeah. A tomato. I, The only kind of pizza I like is without tomato sauce and with pineapples. Yeah. And Shane thinks it's super weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually love... So I only eat cheese pizzas. That's a cheese yeah. pizza. Mm-hmm. But I get cheese with no tomato sauce, too. Yeah, yeah. It's super good. It's a quesadilla. It's like a cheesy bread. So, do you think part of that, I mean, aside from there being good food, do you think there's just a lack of communi- uh, mm-hmm. education when oh, it comes definitely. down to food? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of, especially especially with the Hispanic culture, we yeah. see a lot of myths. Like, they'll tell them, like, you should eat something light at yeah. dinner, like cereal or something. Like, no, cereal is not light. It's full of sugar. It's Carbs. You're just putting sugar into your body and you go to sleep and you're not even going to burn it off. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So, there's a lot of little things like that that I see. Or, like, one time Shane knew a guy that he lost, like, 70 pounds. He's like, bro, how did you lose all the weight? He's like, I stopped eating with tortillas. I started eating with a fork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, every meal with, with every tortillas. Meal. With every meal. Yeah. Really? Mm. <laughs> yeah. funny. Oh, there's so many stories you could tell you. So, <laughs> wow, I've never heard that. Mm. What do you think is probably one of the biggest misconceptions when it comes down to losing weight? That your food needs to taste like crap? Yeah. That's like true. you could eat delicious food, you know, like mm. especially if you know how to cook. And nowadays, there's so much uh, um, YouTube videos, Pinterest, Pinterest, recipes, everything. Like, Lizzie just follows 
the recipe sometimes on Pinterest to the tea and it comes out amazing. Yeah. Like you just have to I've follow seen, directions. I've followed your stories yeah. where you're like, let's try this. Yeah. Like she's made this. Yeah, well, it's like cooking up different yeah. ways to make it taste yeah. good, you know? That's cool. And I oh think that's God. a big con- misconception too when it comes down to like vegetarian or vegan mm-hmm. food is like mm-hmm. people think you have to eat cardboard yeah. Yeah. or yeah. you have to eat Grass. salad. And, yeah. and it's like, it's, yeah. I mean, there's so yeah. much good food now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're living in the future. And so many it's options. 2019 yeah. now, you know? Like, back in the days, yeah. there was no sugar-free stuff. Now there's, like, mm-hmm. sugar-free this, sugar-free that. I'm like, there's no almond milk, coffee, or nothing. And now there's so many um, healthy options everywhere yeah. you go. And I think another misconception that a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to need to train super hard and run and everything to get in shape. Like, oh, my knees are not meant for running and stuff like that. No, yeah. like, you can lose weight just weight training. Yeah. You can lose weight just walking on the you treadmill. Can lose There's like, Zumba. Yeah, whatever you like to do yeah. as long as you're active and you're eating right. You yeah, as long as you focus on nutrition. Nutrition will, is 70% everything. of it. Yeah. yeah everything. That's like why they say abs are made in the kitchen. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember that my trainer, I was blessed to have, like, really good, like, four to five really good teachers. And some of the trainer, one of the, my first trainer would get me on the treadmill and be like, okay, you're going to walk here for 35 minutes on an incline, this and that. And I was walking and I was like, I'm not going to burn fat, just walking. <laughs> and after like 15 like, minutes, like, everyone run. No, after 15 run. minutes, I started getting soaked, like sweating. And I was like, oh my God, this is a workout, you know? Yeah. I was like struggling to walk at an incline, you know? And that's a misconception. People think they have to run so much, so many miles a week. No, yeah. you just have to take care of your nutrition be active, move around, don't be lazy, and that's it. You know, you lose weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So someone as active as me, because I'll tell you personally, that was my first meal of the day. And uh, no. it was right now, like an hour Pizza? ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, I said, like, right before, when I walked in with the pizza, I was like, I hope we finish the pizza before Shane and Lily get here, because <laughs> we have to train I put on my story that I'm going to ask you guys how I can get a six-pack, and I know I set myself up for failure. So you're going to say, don't eat that. Don't eat that. <laughs> so, but somebody as active as myself, like, I'm literally working all day, and she could tell uh-huh. you we sometimes really don't have time to eat uh-huh. even mm-hmm. and meal prepping is definitely an option I've tried that um, but what steps can I take as active as I am someone who's driving all day mm-hmm. to stay active and maybe if I don't have time for the gym how quick of a workout can I get in to really you know stay in shape well I feel like you 45 have to, minutes to yeah 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. um, there's no such thing as a 10 minute abs or 30 minutes I'm like you're your body doesn't go into fat burning mode until 30 minutes in. Really? Yeah, so like you, you have to, to put a certain, certain amount of calories yeah. that has mm-hmm. And right now, I mean, you don't see it. Like, thank God that you haven't gotten sick. But I've had clients. Like, one time I had a client that was over 300 pounds, and he would tell me, I don't have diabetes. Like, I don't have a high cholesterol. And I have doctors that I train, and every time I train a doctor, I pick their brains, you know? And I told him, Doc, how do you explain this person? Like, he has no diabetes, he's overweight, he doesn't listen to me, this and that. He's like, so Shane, don't change of, uh, oil in the car for like a year and a half and just wait what happens everything's gonna be wrong with it everything all at once yeah too. all at once when you don't change oil the motor everything gets messed up so that's the same thing with the human body keep that lifestyle to where you're 40 years old and see yeah. what happens yeah. the lifestyle that you're living is where the car salesmen live all the car salesmen that I grew up when I was 18, 19 they're all dead bro 
Like, honestly, like I tell you the names, look, this, I used to hang out with this guy, with this guy, with this guy. All the pressures of selling, all the pressures of eating one meal a day, right. it all catches up to you, bro. Yeah, like, right now, it's not important because you're 30, you're in the high of your life. and Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you're 40, you're going to be like, I wish. I I'm tired, bro. Yeah. And I, I personally, like, I mm-hmm. meditate. I do a lot of things because mm-hmm. I, do, I do feel like in order for me to run... Mm-hmm fully you know at 110% potential people that I talk to I mean I'm doing great in real estate and mm-hmm. some people tell me I'm in my prime but I personally think being in your prime is not only business wise but it's health wise relationship wise mm-hmm. and you know when it comes down to meditating it's helped me with relationships and with living my life mm-hmm. free of anxiety and things like that yeah. but when it comes down to diet I understand that Diet is the most important thing because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, no amount of money can buy that health yeah. pack. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think one thing that you need to do is just prepare ahead of time, like non-perishable things that you can take with mm-hmm. you on the go, yeah. like a protein shake, bring a scoop of protein with you. Um, well, like you're vegan, right? So mm-hmm. vegan protein, you can, there's tons of them. The v, the Vega Sport, that's the best brand because it has the most. I have, okay, yeah. awesome. I have that one. Yeah. yeah, so bring that with Chipotle. you. You have like a go-to fast food restaurant that you yeah. go to. I actually have many of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yeah, I mean. Everywhere. Carl's fast food Junior has healthy Burger. options. Like everywhere yeah. has healthy yeah. options. You just have to choose them on the go. Uh-huh. And have stuff prepared ahead of time. Especially like your breakfast. That's an important meal and that get, you can cook yourself. Because get your workouts done in the, in, the, in the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. When um, nobody's calling, nobody's texting you. Yeah, that's um, one thing that I realized. Yeah. I, I used to me- um, meditate and then go to the gym. Mm-hmm. We meditate on the treadmill. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, yeah like bro, we like, listen to like oh, the meditations yeah. and we're just on the treadmill. Like sometimes I'm on the treadmill, like crying, mm-hmm. like meditating, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I meditate. You're floating in the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what it's is like, he well, doing? No, it's at four in the morning. I go at four in the morning. Like the gym opens at five. I go to four in the morning. Nobody. Like the whole gym is empty. Like, I'm just praying for the gym, for the people that are going to come, to be full, uh, filled with love, no negativity, this and that, you know? It's really cool. It's like, awesome. a, mm-hmm. it's like a ritual. I love it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So walk me through, talking about rituals, walk me through your morning routine. You get up at 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. No, like at 3.35. Yeah. <laughs> so what is that morning routine like? Yeah, so we wake up, we get our stuff together, get on all our clothes, go to the gym, do our cardio. No, I go first at 3.35, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go at 3.35. I, mean, I go sometimes with him or sometimes I, I do the treadmill at my house. Yeah, so I have a treadmill for at home because girls take longer to get ready, you know? <laughs> so I'm the one that goes <laughs> No, you take longer to get ready. That is yeah. not true. He takes longer. Like, I can get all of the supplements yeah. together, our protein shakes made, I'm done, I'm ready. And yeah. he's still upstairs, like, putting his pants on. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, I just like take my time. <laughs> he's in there making the Instagram <laughs> no, videos. <laughs> In the shower, no, in the shower, hey guys, in the shower. Shirt. This is waiting for me outside. Now I know what you're doing, bro. You're right. Yeah. Hey, this is outside. No, yeah. So we wake up, we go do our cardio. So we try to do 50 minutes to an hour of cardio. Awesome. Um, that's when we're like getting ready for competitions. When we're not, it's usually like about 30 to 45 minutes. Um, so we do that and then we go home, we shower, get ready. And then, um, he starts clients at 5.30 AM and I start clients at 6 AM. Uh, so we have clients then until eight and at eight we work out. We do our own workout just by ourselves. Um, whatever we need to work. You dedicate a time for yourself. Like yeah. that time I used to always put in clients in there. Like, let's say you were going to leave out of town and catch in an airplane and I'll be like, Oh, wait, can you, can I train me at eight? I'm like, 
oh, okay, well, come on. So you don't miss your workout. Yeah. So there, I didn't work out for that day. Even Cause then, because as a business yeah. owner, I think you want to be oh, yeah. yeah reliable. You want mm-hmm. to be there. Yeah. And it's not that you're greedy and you want more money. No, that you want to go ahead, like do everything you can for that customer. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, Lizzie would tell me, you need to set a time for yourself. No matter yeah. if your client, if you love that client, do not let them go in at eight. Yeah. So we do that till about like 11. So like from 5.30 to 11, we usually have like a little break during the middle of the day where we like rest or we do errands and stuff like that. We come back. We do like all at, our podcasting, do our social media and stuff in the middle mm-hmm. of the day. And then we come back like at 4.30 or 5 and we end our day like at 8, mm-hmm. come back home cook our breakfast for the next day so the trick is cook your breakfast for the next day mm-hmm. like Prepare don't wing day it night, before yeah. for the next day yeah don't wing it till the next day like mm-hmm. we eat the same thing every day like she has these two uh, waffles that she does we eat waffles that are like what are they they're the Vans gluten free waffles so we put them in the thing and then she does some eggs and she does them like in a little throwaway Tupperware mm-hmm. we buy them at Shamrock mm-hmm. so it's like 150 meal prep things that you could just throw away toss really yeah mm-hmm. 22 mm-hmm. bucks for that what uh-huh. yeah so we just we don't. That's wash. one of the reasons why I don't milk. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to wash these little things that are lots and everything. Yeah, I was washing so much because we both eat six meals a day. So, so I was washing 12, so many dishes that I was like, I can't do this day. anymore. So we so got top Tupperwares. Uh-huh. So I know it's bad for the environment, but it's <laughs> like, my kids will deal with that. I don't care. You know? My kids will deal with that. Sorry, kids. Mom and dad were hungry. Didn't have time to cook. Bodybuilders eat six meals. No, yeah, no, no. That's what we do cook our meals for the next day um, that's like what I tell my clients don't wing it when you wing it it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. life happens when you wing it oh yeah and life gets in the way I think yeah. oh yeah like it's, it could get for crazy sure. yeah, uh-huh. so it's all about preparing ahead of time and having stuff for if you get in a bind and you're working super hard you right. can get a protein shake yeah I have a plan B like for example like I tell some of my clients sometimes like let's say you don't have dinner at home and you went to lunch to go eat at Subway Get that six-inch subway for lunch and for night. Get that salad. Take it with you to work because at night that's what you're gonna eat for dinner. Yeah, you know, instead of reaching for the chips or cereal at night because you were too lazy to cook or you don't have any 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 groceries, you have that. You know, food. When you're not prepared, I think what happens is you look for the convenience factor. Yeah, and convenience is everywhere nowadays, right? And you know what? Now, I was talking to my kids about is that people have lost the respect for food, like. In the Bible, in the First Testament, uh, it would say that people would pray for their the knives that they would kill the animals when they would cook the food. They would pray for it, like there was food was sacred. Yeah. And when I was brought up, my mom would teach me like food is sacred. You don't deny food to anybody. You respect food, this and that. And nowadays, kids are eating. I see kids eating with their phones, like like this. And even like I catch myself sometimes. I put it down and I'm like, dude, you need to respect the food that you're eating. So I catch myself. As a vegetarian, I think that is true too. Just because I respect 100% like the cultures and the families that kill their animals, Mm -hmm. but in the respectful way where they use every single piece of that, you know, like, Oh yeah. Like there's, there's cultures that still there's cultures that are, you know, and who knows where, but they use every single piece of that animal. They pray over that animal. Mm -hmm. And I think, Pour yourself some more. Yeah. Pour yourself some more. <laughs> I think um, I think I'll food is very secret. No, that's the secret. same one you were drinking. Is this, <laughs> this, one? Is a, this is a this is the other one. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. taste this one. Basil Hayden's is oh, amazing. Okay. That's my favorite. <laughs> okay. um, but I think food is very sacred too, and it does get to my nerves too that people don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. On the dinner table, they're all, all mm-hmm. about this, you know. Mm-hmm. I think with meditation, you learn to be at the moment and to respect right. food. You know, 
um, respect food, be in the moment and enjoy the food that you're eating. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when and you I, do that, I feel like too, that helps you with the weight loss journey as well. Cause if you're thinking about the food that you're eating, instead of staring at the TV and just eating a ton of it, right. you know, that's when you're going to start to lose weight as well or, or right. have healthy weight for your body. Cause you're not mindless eating. Mm-hmm. One thing too about eating that I learned, cause I'm really bad at this is I eat so quick. Like I'm like, oh, you know, like, we, like, we eat fast. Yeah, we eat, fast. we eat between clients. We eat like super yeah, fast. But I, I did read that eating fast is really bad for your body mm-hmm. too. You really need to slow down. Yeah. Your yeah. Yeah. My mom's all the time. Yeah. My mom's always like, slow down. You don't have teeth in your stomach. <laughs> last night she was like, did you just finish eating? And I'm like, yeah, I have teeth in my stomach. And she was just like, like I caught it before she told me that. So she got us stuck like, and before she realized it, I let her left already. She's like, wait. <laughs> she just grows her teeth in the stomach. <laughs> with a clap back. You left it. That's really funny. So, you guys started this gym. You guys started changing lives mm-hmm. in a studio. You guys started by buying some used equipment mm-hmm. and little by little filling this thing up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, walk me through that transition from being in that studio to then taking that next level and opening up. Mm. Well, the most impressive part is that we did it on our own without any loans. That's awesome. Like we bought used gym equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always thought about that. It's not the equipment. It's the people that make a restaurant, that make a place, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, we didn't get like crappy equipment, but we would get like semi decent, you know? And, um, we didn't get any loans. We bought machine per machine. Every, every month we buy two machines, one machine, and right now we have about just putting time. all the profit back in. Yeah, we counted last time. I counted like 60 machines, 60, 65 machines that we have, including treadmills, stairmasters. Right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, I tell myself, like, I remember when I bought that one. And one of my, one time I read about the best gyms in the United States and they interviewed the owner and they said, oh, what do you, what do you think you're, the, they asked one of the guys, like, why do you like this gym so much? Instead of going to like a big fancy mm-hmm. gym where they have all these machines, he's like, I love this gym because I know that the owner chose every machine specifically because he liked it and he knew it was a purpose. And that's exactly how my gym is. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to it, you'll see that every machine, my, me and Lizzie chose them. Every like, machine we didn't go has like, a story. We would like, yeah. we went through so much. Yeah, we didn't, go, we didn't go like, oh yeah, awesome. let's get three of those, three of those, three of those. No, like we were like, Red, no, we need blue, this. and white. Yeah, yeah. No, like all these like, or, or sometimes I'll have like, thank God I don't have that client anymore. But I remember he would give me so much business advice and I'm like, dude, your, your great grandpa, it was a millionaire. He gave you this business and you're trying to get, give me business advice. I'll be more impressed and I will respect you more. You, you created can, it. Yeah. From the ground right. up, bro. You know? And I'm like, really? You know? Yeah. So basically we just opened up a, a small little warehouse that was over off sunset and then, um, it had a space open next to it. So we had already grown out of that space. We went into the space next to it, made it a little bigger. We grew out of that space. We went to a retail center, um, and then we figured out we were paying way too much for rent. We were getting really screwed over on a retail center. Really? So, um, yeah, so that's when we were like, you know what, we need to change our business model and everything. And that's and you know what, it's something that you learn as an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. you learn the hard way sometimes mm-hmm. that you're messing up. And, um, I was looking at somebody that like with me, I'm like anti-millennial. Like I feel like they're lazy and they don't <laughs> do anything, you know, and they don't put in the work that they need to, yeah. you know? And, um, I was reading that it says that. It's good for that 
millennials what they're doing. Yeah, after two years, they quit their job to try to open their own business and they fail, but they're learning so much more than what they would learn in a classroom. They're learning yeah. it hands on. This is a school hard Yeah, knocks, yeah. Like they're know? learning it hands on. Yeah. And they were saying like 50% of, the, of them, they fail or something like that. I'm like, it's true. Like with us, we didn't have a dad or a mom that taught us, hey, look, this is a way you do your do business. this and this and, and this. And this is the way you file your taxes and this and yeah. that. No, like we learned the hard way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think overall school system just needs to get restructured to teach more about life, yeah. not so much about stuff exactly. that and you know what? Um, yeah. um, I was part of the board of the business board at Southwest University and that university is so cool because we're part of a board and we would always, okay, what do people, what do these business people need to learn? Right. Okay. They need to learn this. They need to learn that. It was like the owner of McDonald's, myself, like three other business owners and we would just talk to the owners and we'll be like, look, this is what you need to learn. You need to do teamwork. You need to have a class on social media. You need to have a class on this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if UTIP's doing it, but because I wasn't a business major, I was criminal justice, but you're learning that stuff at Southwest University. Like you're getting good. Like I'm not, I don't get yeah. paid to do this, but <laughs> Southwest University is a good school. Yeah, it's really good. And since yeah. it's a private school, they have to guarantee that a certain amount of people, they have to have their jobs when they graduate. Yeah, you guarantee oh, your yeah, job yeah, yeah, or else yeah, they'll close them down. Really? I was like, really? I was like, yeah, like 75%. So they're setting up these people for the things that they need to know that are <laughs> better going to further mm -hmm. their career. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's not just like a university that just tries to take your money and yeah. you, humanities one, humanities two, humanities three and all this stuff mm -hmm. that you're like, really? And, and do I need this when I go sell yeah. homes? You know, <laughs> yeah, really? Like, <laughs> you know? How do I use this for real yeah. estate? Please teach me. How so even suggested a class on how to follow your own taxes like nobody teaches you that yeah you know what i mean it's That's good awesome. it's good to pay for it but it's also good to know how to do it yourself yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i think knowledge is power bottom line and teaching our future generations the things that they need to know not the mm -hmm. things that they that we want them to know mm -hmm. or that has been taught for us yeah. to us for 20 years you know yeah i think the education system has been broken but i think the awareness level has gotten extremely high to the mm -hmm. point where People understand now that you really only need to go to school if you need to go to school. Yeah. If you're going to be a doctor, go to school. Yeah. If you're going to do yeah. this, go to school. Yeah, you know? you're right. But if you do want to own your own business, like you you're guys, right. like mm -hmm. no one ever came to your door. And this is something I realized when I was like 14, you mm -hmm. know, like any business owner, it doesn't matter what you own, you own a gym. No one ever came to your gym and said, hey, Where's your business degree? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this looks Never. like a great business. Yeah. Where is your business degree? Yeah, it's true. You know, you don't need Very a business true. degree to to do that, but mm -hmm. it does take, I think, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of discipline, mm -hmm. and a lot of, you know, bullshit mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. go through, so that you can get to that point where you're able to know enough to make the right decisions, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's going through a lot of mistakes or not. So, mm -hmm. what have been some of those big mistakes that you guys had to go through? I think. Definitely, we taught um, some trainers that we were like growing, growing the business with. We taught them everything we knew. Too much. Too, <laughs> too, much. Much. too much. So then they started thinking they were better and they could open their own gyms. Yeah, and so all like our that, clients took all our, our yeah. members, like stuff like that. So we went through some yeah. hard times with that, and we learned our. And lessons. it's a learning experience. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's because we just wanted them to be successful. You know, like yeah. we, we really wanted them to succeed, but sometimes people. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. has another agenda. And, and that is that is scary, I yeah. think, too. Because I personally, on the real estate side, I do that also. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. I will take anyone that's interested in real yeah. estate mm -hmm. and I'll let you follow me. I'll yeah. teach you everything and anything that I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
um, and they could either take it and use it or take it and not use it uh, or take yeah. it and take advantage of me. Mm-hmm. But I think having the right intention is the best intention. Mm-hmm. Like that's the mm-hmm. only thing to do. Cause yeah, that's what it does come yourself. back. Like know? as long as like God sees what we've done, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. You know? And you know what? Like it always, um, we've been blessed so much. Like we just get doors open left and right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of our attitude, that's why, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's why God opens doors for us left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's we awesome. never let anything stop us from continuing our dream of the gym and everything you know yeah. like we went through a really hard time and we just picked ourselves right back up and mm-hmm. just being consistent gym and, mm-hmm. and having a teammate i remember one time that i would tell her like i'm done with this i just want to be a trainer at a gym and just not worry about being um, the business side yeah, yeah the business side the i just don't want to don't want to deal with a high overhead with bills with all that. i just want to go train my clients go home and not worry about anything yeah. and she didn't let me she was like mm-hmm. no you're not gonna quit on me you're not gonna quit you're not gonna quit and I was like, okay, okay. You always need that backup person, you know, yeah. to tell you that. And she did it for me. And be, and after knew you, I was already going to quit. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm, I don't want to deal with this. And she's like, no, we can make it work. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. We rebranded and it worked amazing. Like if you guys in the far west side, El Paso's blowing up like crazy. Yeah. We, we started with 40 members. Center. We're yeah. now we're over 400. 400? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So we're right and in the, the middle of El Paso and Canateo and Anthony. Okay. So in Canateo and Anthony, there's nothing over there. They don't have any gyms. Mm-hmm. So everybody's coming over because we're right there. Like so right everybody from New Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Canateo is coming over. Yeah, Anthony. All those people have been coming. Mm-hmm. And we have such a positive vibe. Whenever you're in the area, just stop by and say hi. Mm-hmm. And you just feel it when you go in. Really? Just yeah. everybody saying hi. We have um, a bunch of TVs with a bunch of motivating people working out. Um, cool music pumping up it's just a cool vibe that's really cool yeah and we even um, this past year started a competitor team of bodybuilders and we didn't even mean to like we hadn't said like no we don't want to deal with competitors because it's drama they get all cranky with their diet everybody's like no we want to compete with you we want to compete with you and we ended up taking 15 people to Denver for a competition and everybody placed like first and second and third and stuff like that I was like no but they're probably going to do like yeah I was like like, no they were winning I'm like what the? That's really? cool. Yeah. yeah. So we, we had so much fun taking a whole team to Denver. That's we all really went cool. and hung out. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you guys think it takes to build that type of culture? You know, when, when people build businesses, I think a lot of businesses can fail. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to me personally, because I've been a manager out, out in Florida. I lived in Miami for a couple of years. And I was managing a Verizon location, uh, three locations. And my subdivision or my area subdivision, time real estate, mm-hmm. uh, my area was a lot more successful than the other areas. Mm-hmm. But I had built this culture of salesmen that just loved their job. They were hungry for it. They were mm-hmm. excited for it. They mm-hmm. congratulated each other. This is competition, mm-hmm. congratulating mm-hmm. each other after every sale. Mm-hmm. Creating a culture, I think, mm-hmm. is really the essential base of having a successful business. Mm-hmm. So from the first model that you guys had that, you know, wasn't mm-hmm. so successful, mm-hmm. ter- taking this second approach to a rebranding, how did you create that culture to go from 40 to 400 now? Mm-hmm. I think definitely it's all about customer service. Like Shane has taught me that from the beginning 
that it's he took me to Wada's one time and he was like, let me show you what customer service is. Yeah. Right? So yeah. he took me to a restaurant. No, no, she she me. Me. I think yeah. they think that we have a lot of money here. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, no, no that's the way Mexico is. Yeah, they like, pulled out my chair. They put the little table for your purse, like everything. And it's yeah. like, so they're rolling up your toilet paper in the bathroom. Yeah. I was like, what is this yeah. place? Yeah. I love Are you good? No, yeah. no so, and, uh, that was a good lesson for her when I yeah. took her to Juarez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, had that been the first time that you went to Juarez? Yeah. 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 Mexico's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we always go. Now we always go to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. Yeah, Mexico City, we go like all we the time. We just went really? to San Miguel de Allende really? in Mexico. Yeah, oh, Guanajuato. Yeah, we had so much fun. Yeah, she speaks Spanish. She's fluent. Yeah, (laughs) I can get through a conversation. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but uh, his mom doesn't speak any English, so I had to learn to talk to her and everything. But yeah, um, and of course, because of the culture here, I need. Yeah, it's one thing too that uh, being a business owner, you have to know what each person gets motivated with. Like for example, like each have twelve trainers. Not all of them are motivated with money, and that's one thing that I thought would motivate people. Mm -hmm. Be like, look. This is how many, how much money you can make a month if you they have this many clients. Yes. This is how much if you have fifteen clients, how much you can make. This is how much you get. Like they were like, they're no, just saying they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's some people that are motivated with money. Some people are motivated with with uh, being uh, famous. They want mm-hmm. like recognition. recognition. You just have to find what each team member is yeah. motivated with. Mm-hmm. You know, I what agree. I one hundred percent agree mm-hmm. with that, and I learned that too at Verizon. Yeah, really quick when having employees, I was like, why do you? Why, aren't, why isn't your production there? Everyone else is. Yeah. But you, and you're at a good store, you're at a good yeah. location. What's going on? And yeah. I encountered that too at one point in my life where I felt like I was just stagnant. Um, in sales, I literally was, my first year in Verizon when I started in sales, I was in great. And it was all money, 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 mm-hmm. money, money. Mm-hmm. But then I realized this is just too easy now. Now I'm going in and now I've, I've built this mm-hmm this business for myself that I attract business and I'm making the money I wanted. And what happened? Boom. I still started going super low. Really? My manager, yeah. this guy was, is a big influence on my life. His name's Maro Davila. Mm-hmm. He sat me down and he, he asked me, he's like, you're cool. the number one salesperson in this whole region from mm-hmm. Arizona to San Antonio. What's going on? You're number zero right now. Mm-hmm. You're last. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, I just don't, I just, I'm bored right now. Really? And he told me, he's like, what, what is motivating you? What's been motivating you? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, money. Yeah. He's like, you need something bigger than that. Then. Mm-hmm. You need to reevaluate your goals mm-hmm. and reevaluate your life to fit the goal. Cause your goal was too easy. And yeah. that's what happened. You know, yeah. sometimes people set goals way too easy. Mm-hmm. And even if they're the wrong motivation, cause I think some people don't even know what they're motivated mm-hmm. in until you help them realize it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, people just go with the flow and, well, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of money. Okay, it must yeah. be great. I want to do it. And then they yeah. do it and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't really yeah, like or it. we've seen there's some people too that think that somebody else's job makes like that person happy. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, that's going to make me happy too. Like we've yeah. seen it yeah. a lot because we're so happy being trainers that people think, oh, I want to do that because look, they look so happy. You guys are and doing then so they're good. not happy yeah. in it because you have yeah. to find Everybody your has place. Different calling. Everybody has a different right. uh-huh. Yeah different place different motivation right right mm-hmm. yeah and i think yeah. some people don't take the necessary steps to even find that or to realize that too mm-hmm. some people get so caught up in the system or in their day-to-day life that they're doing something that they hate for 20 years mm-hmm. you know so how have you guys been able to kind of figure out what you love 10 years ago mm-hmm. and stick to it and do mm-hmm. it and see it through how did we well i mean it's always been his passion yeah um, well, what helped us too is reading a lot of books. 
I remember we used to take road trips and just read a book and just listen to it and just discuss it. Audio? Audio books. Audio books. Even to this day. Um, she, what are you reading right now? Uh, the Magic of Thinking Big. Yeah, she's reading oh. that and then she'll tell me like what she's learning. So then I'm reading another one and I'm telling her what we're learning. Like sometimes we're driving and we have the radio off just discussing stuff. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And that's hard to find, bro. Like honestly. Her and her uh-huh. husband are also exactly yeah. like that. And I think that's super crazy to have that same level of uh-huh. discipline, motivation, uh-huh. and will to learn uh-huh. and grow. Mm-hmm. Is really what can take both of you guys to mm-hmm. that level of just being a business owner to power couple yeah. to you know yeah. like to right. be to be able to influence I think is is very big yeah. but to be able to influence in the right way in the yeah. right direction mm-hmm. is even bigger oh, yeah. yeah yeah because I mean it's easy to show your butt off on Instagram and get a thousand followers yeah. or yeah. you can be a good influence on people and slowly grow your following yeah. but at least you're making a difference in people's right. lives yeah. right. you know. And that's how I, I view the social media and stuff, too. Like, I try to inspire women, especially, try to inspire them to be healthy and fit. And my mom passed away of breast cancer, so that's something that's really near to my heart is helping women to live a healthy lifestyle because my mom didn't. Like, she would not eat right, and she wouldn't exercise or anything. My dad is super fit, but my mom wouldn't. And I really think that was a cause towards her death is because she didn't eat right, you know? So I try to teach women all the time that they need to be mm. And I try yeah. to teach people because mm-hmm. my dad passed away from diabetes and Alzheimer's mm-hmm. at like 69. Like I have people that really? are 70 something mm-hmm. training, yeah, you know? My mom was only and it was just like... 70s young. Yeah. 80s young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 80s and new 50. No, like, but, yeah. personally, I but it was that, like right? the Mexican um, uh, culture that just teaches you work hard for your family, provide for your family. You know what I mean? Like fitness was not even like mentioned in our house. Like my dad used to tell me, sports are a waste of time. You need to come with me and learn how to work. You know, um, I remember that I played football in, in high school and I told my coach, I'm going to have to quit unless I'm in varsity. Like, I cannot come on Saturday because I have to come go help my dad with his business in Juarez. And he's like, OK, well, you're going to have to go to varsity. Show me what you have. And I used to play varsity games on Friday and Saturday morning. I wake up so beat up and I still have to go work with my dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. But you learned hard work ethic and mm-hmm. that's what's gotten you through all this time. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. One of my clients and I were talking about how back in the days it was like apprenticeship. Like your your grandpa was a butcher, your his dad was a butcher. Yeah. You learn from him, so you learn all this stuff, and the education system has messed that up. Yeah. Like there's no more of that anymore. Mm-hmm. But you forgot where you were going with the point about your dad passing away from diabetes, oh. the Mexican culture. So he had diabetes, <laughs> and then he had Alzheimer's. Is this what you do on their podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody taught us how to eat right. This yeah. and that. So I tell people all that story all the time. I tell them, look, um, some like some people say, oh yeah, you only live life once. My dad would tell me all that all the time. I was like, why are you always on a diet? You're always on that. It's only for a couple of months. This and that, you know. And something that we ignored. He had diabetes, and we still gave him stuff. He still went out drinking, Cowboys game. This and that. We would ignore it. We're like, oh, it's my dad. Oh, it's my dad. Don't worry about it. And then he got sick. He got on life support. He was on hospice. Um, he left us with a bill of uh, paying for the hospice. All that. Like I tell my clients, do you really want to leave your kids like that? Really? Mm. You know, like right now I have an attorney that's doing really well, bought a multi-million dollar house. He doesn't listen to me with his food. I tell him, look, you can enjoy all your blessings. You have to eat right. You have to do this. Make it last. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think too many people let the money thing affect them where they're just, Mm -hmm. they're just enjoying it too much and forgetting about the now, forgetting about the the vehicle that they're in. Mm -hmm. Because I'm very spiritual and I think that we're all in these vehicles that we've been Mm -hmm. giving and it's like you can take care of it or not. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this is the only chance you have, you know, to to really make an impact and also leave something for your family 
You don't want to leave them too short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really legit think that 80 years old is a new 50 now because mm-hmm. we're living a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And for you to die at 50 or 60 because of Just health, cutting your life mm-hmm. in half, like, you're young. Like, you're oh, yeah. still young. Like, that's, that's really oh, crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing that we're passionate about. And also, like, I tell people, like, oh, yeah, like, today I had an insertion talk with some clients, and I tell them, oh, yeah, they say, oh, diabetes is in our blood. I'm like, no, look, we're eating enchilas, rice, beans, tortillas, <laughs> chile rellenos, rice, beans, tortillas. That's all carbs. All those carbs are going to spike up your insulin. You're going to become diabetic, of course. And when your insulin spiked, you age a lot faster, too. So if right. you're eating a ton of carbs like that and your insulin spike, you're going to look a lot older. You That's deteriorate why diabetes at a faster rate. Patients right. look uh-huh. so old when they're young. It's because you deteriorate like that. Wow. Yeah, so when you keep your insulin low, you slow down the deterioration process. So if you want to live a long life, if you want to uh, look young, you keep your insulin levels low. So the moment that you're eating pizza, you're spiking up your insulin. <laughs> I only ate one slice. Yeah. Well, Before that's they got here, I only ate one slice. <laughs> so that spikes your prunes, Sean. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're I'm spiking pizza, up your insulin. I'm, I'm, I love pizza. I'm totally <laughs> honest. But do, it, but do yeah. it as a cheat meal. Like yeah. once right, a week, just right, your cheat meal. Yeah, but it's all yeah. processed. You've heard that gluten, right? You've mm-hmm. heard of gluten? You know what it does for you? No. It causes inflammation. Mm-hmm. So I would, but people would be like, gluten-free. I was like, what's that all gluten? Like, cause gluten this. So I started researching it. And it causes inflammation. I'm like, and your what? joints. And yeah, so like, everywhere. I love to run. Like, I meditate when I run, you know. And um, when I have a cheat meal that I eat pizza and I pig out or whatever, the next day, bro, my right knee is like, I'm running and I'm like, oh, I have to walk because my right knee is hurting because of the carbs that I ate. And right now you're 30. When I was 30, I was like, right now I'm 38. Like, I feel it now. And I'm like, really? 38? Yes, you feel it. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> the the gluten the gluten causes inflammation. If you cut off your gluten from your diet, doctors have seen that even after three days they lose a pant size. People lose a pant size. Uh, I mean a belt a buckle belt loop. a belt loop just from just from cutting the gluten because gluten causes inflammation in their stomach. That's wow. why you get bloated and everything. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So people who do CrossFit, people who do marathons, boxers, they need to stay away from gluten because of the inflammation thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I mean? Let me ask you. You know, you, you you had some experience with your dad not being so healthy. What got you into being fit? Uh, fit. What got you into bullying? Getting bullied. Bullied? Yeah, I used to get bullied so bad in middle school. Um, and and no, my freshman year of high school, and then I joined football. And football was like what changed, what gangs do for, for, for people, uh, football did for me. Like, you know how gangs, if you're in a gang, other people will mess with you? Well, football, when I started football, like all the bullies stopped bullying me. Really? You know, and I started getting working out, and I used that fire to, like, get pumped up. I grew up, got in, and uh, when I was, like, junior, senior year, I was already, like, pretty buff, and I would um, stand up for the people getting bullied. I remember that um, there was this guy that was getting bullied, and I'd stick up for him, this gay guy, and I'm like, there, some of the football players would mess with him, and I'm like, hey, wait, you were gay too, or what? I'm like, what if I am? What? And they're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and that person right now, he's a, a pilot. He flies all over the world. I have him on Facebook. He's living the life. The, the guy that you helped? That I helped. Mm-hmm. And I tell myself, look, you know what I mean? Somehow I could have been a positive impact on that person. You know what I mean? He could have committed suicide. Yeah. He could have oh, gotten yeah. to a point. And that's just you one person. You see that now. You the person who came up with our logo, the new you logo, like when people see it, they tell me, how did you come up with that logo? I'm like, don't they? One of my friends did it for free. I'm like, that, I was training at that time, the guy from some, one of the headshots from some Metro. He told me, you know how we rebranded some Metro? They charge us 50 grand for that. 
and you got yours for free. And that was and the kid that got bullied. It was, right? it was another kid that, that got bullied. Because yeah. you know, he kid got, that got bullied. Kid that another kid that got bullied. I made us a logo for free. Yeah. He was 16 years old and he was a senior in high school. So like good, good helps. Yeah, yeah. Being good is the only right thing. I mean, I, I personally love Gary mm-hmm. because of that, because he instills that so much. He says that being nice isn't cool, mm-hmm. but he wants to make it cool. And mm-hmm. that is a perfect example yeah. of helping someone in need mm-hmm. at a time where you saw them. Yeah. And I see all the stuff, all the kids bullying and all the kids, um, um, killing people and all that. <laughs> and I tell I tell Lizzie, honestly, when I used to get bullied, I used to have fantasies that I would take a knife to school and just defend myself. Like, kill all the people that were like, you know what I mean? Like, you're getting bullied every day, bro. You think about it as soon as you wake up in the morning. I got bullied in middle school, yeah. too, so I know how. how and it wasn't like one against one, it was like four against one. Yeah. You know, my parents, thank God, we were well off. Like, not super well off, but we were okay. And we, I grew up in like by Henderson and Jefferson High School, and I get bullied, bro. Like, bad. You know, like, I remember I used to have a, a car, a, a Jetta. Back in the days, it was like the Fresa cars. <laughs> I left the T top open. Yeah. Somebody poured Coke on it. You know, when Coke they pour on it, that it gets all like, like honey yeah it's like, sticky stuff like that would happen to me <laughs> I like how Shane like you asked him the question about how did you get into fitness and now we're talking about bullying like he always that's, hey, that's, that's, that's what most yeah. people yeah. that's, that's really yeah. crazy because yeah. I don't know I think I think in general people just need to chill like I think mm-hmm. growing up people get so caught up in what's socially acceptable mm-hmm. that they get caught up into you know being cool and being accepted and Shit like that happens, you know, mm-hmm. bullying and things like that. And it does have a lot of effect on people. I was bullied in middle school and mm-hmm. I still remember every single day of that. Oh, too. Yeah. You know, like that has a lot of effect, but you really don't know what's going to happen in the future. So that middle school kid, if you're a middle school kid and you're seeing somebody that's getting bullied, fucking stand up for him, be friends with them because you don't know if one day that person's going to oh, be yeah. your boss oh, yeah. or you're going to employ that person and mm. be able to help them get to a certain point. Oh, you yeah. never know where someone's going to end up and burning your bridges, especially at a young age mm-hmm. can have a tremendous effect. Even networking, you. even yeah. networking. Like uh, yesterday I have a guy um, join our gym and he's one of the guys from Porsche. The, we're having a Porsche dealership in the, in the West side. Yeah. Yeah. I see and it. I told him, Hey bro, um, congratulations. I heard you guys are open the dealership. And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, Oh, I have a client that drives a Porsche. Um, are you guys having some type of launch or something? He's like, yes, please invite him. He's like, I'm giving you and Lizzie some VIP um, uh, launch party tickets, this and that. And you see what I did? Yeah. I just said, you know, this is a possible client that this person can have. And I, we got invited to this super because cool you know somebody. launch party. Uh-huh. You know? That's crazy. That's cool, huh? Knowledge is power and network. It really is your net worth. Mm-hmm. It really, some people don't understand how powerful a network is. And that's really what brought me back to El Paso mm-hmm. from Miami. I wanted to do real estate here because I have a network. And and I've grown this network since I was little, you know? Like, the person that I am has been the same person that I've been. So people since elementary school will still talk to me mm-hmm. and bring me business because mm-hmm. they, they know the good intention. Yeah. They know that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I look at my life and I'm just like... I'm glad I wasn't yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really happy oh, that yeah. I wasn't yeah, the same a dick. Shane has people from high school and stuff come by the gym and oh, everything yeah. too. And even when you brought that up, I was thinking too, that, I don't know where I read this, that giving free information out. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, I remember when I... Without barely, expectation. Yeah, yeah. When I barely started, I remember like when Facebook and Instagram was getting like, you know, um, famous. Um, I remember that I would post diets, like the diet that I was posting. And I would get text messages from trainers and tell me, what are you doing? 
Don't we know you charge $50 for that diet that you just posted? Don't you know that this and that? And I wouldn't care. I would just ignore it and just give out like, this is what I'm doing. This is what my clients are. Are those trainers still trainers right now? Uh, Some of them are, but they're not as successful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's exactly why. Because when you give with the right intention, Mm -hmm. the intention of helping people, Mm -hmm. I think giving value is a lot more important Mm -hmm. nowadays Mm -hmm. than trying to sell things. Yeah. You know, if you go, if like me, when I left that event, I'm telling you that event changed my life. Gary, Gary's Mm -hmm. event changed my life. When I got back, I was making nothing but home maintenance tips, buyer tips. Hey, if you're thinking about buying a house, do this and this before you do this. Don't think Mm -hmm. I'm giving information, questions that were being asked for me from people that had other agents. I'm still giving them the information because at the end of the day, if that business is supposed to be mine, it will be mine, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? But if I can do the right thing every single time, mm-hmm. I see everything as practice. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to explain to you the entire buyer's process mm-hmm. and you have another realtor and he's not doing his job, mm-hmm. I'll still give you everything that you need to know in the same way that I would my client. Mm-hmm. But I know that by me doing that, even if you're not my client, you'll I'll have an impact on you so much that mm-hmm. you'll send me your friends and family because oh, yeah. you knew I did that without ex- expectation. Yeah. Even um, even on our Facebook, uh, we get clients. Like last time I got a client and she told me, I want to sign up four days a week with you, which is like 360 bucks. And I'm like, how did you hear about me? She's like, oh, uh, this guy on Facebook. And I'm like, what's his name? And she told me the name. I don't know who it was. So, but what happens is that we get referrals from people that we don't even know because, because we put so much free so much free information yeah. out there that people see you as an expert in your field. Yes, mm-hmm. you know yes. what I mean. And that's actually called something. That's called, and I'm I always forget the word. Yeah. It's on Grant Cardone's 10x rule. Uh-huh. Um, but basically, you having the the everlasting thought in their mind. So I'll give you an example of what he uses in his book, uh, Xerox. Mm-hmm. Xerox is a printer, mm-hmm. right? Well, when Xerox first came out, that's always been the brand name. But when they first came out, they dominated the market so much that everyone and anyone making a copy mm-hmm. didn't say Call make me Xerox. a copy. They would say, make me a Xerox, mm-hmm. print me a Xerox of that, mm-hmm. give me a Xerox of that. Mm-hmm. That brand had such an impact on the industry mm-hmm. that everyone assumed or, or made the connection from printing to Xerox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what a lot of businesses aren't understanding. We pump out content. If you look at my story, eight to 15 stories per day, three stories per, uh, three posts per day. This is on Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat too. But being consistent like that, having all that content starts that little snowball effect that mm-hmm. eventually starts to grow that, 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 uh, that following. You know, that following. Mm-hmm. But giving the free information that you need to give reaches those people that didn't know you existed Mm -hmm. and if they were talking to somebody else and they don't meet that that certain expectation Mm -hmm. that they just got from you where they people know you know like people could tell when people are lying or people are after money Mm -hmm. so i personally believe in that 100 so i'm so confident in my business and the way i do things that i will give every other realtor all my competition Mm -hmm. Everything that I'm doing, everything that's working, and I'll give that because I know that my level of work ethic is unmatched to theirs. Oh, yeah. And even if I give you every tool, <laughs> I know you won't use it. There's and no shortage of success. Yeah. And that's what opinion. we always say, too, is there's enough business for everybody. Yeah, there's no shortage of success. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. people that are upset because, you know, you just mentioned it yourselves. Like, you have employees that started with you guys, then went off to make their own business and that's not an issue for you i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you guys got some sort of satisfaction mm-hmm. from that too mm-hmm. but for you to have people that did that 
it's it just speaks volumes to what you're doing mm-hmm. you know where you're able to change somebody's life mm-hmm. to the point where they're able to make yeah. their own business oh, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy oh yeah I feel there's uh, something that with that that millennials are doing that they burn their bridges mm-hmm. like with me I've never burned my bridges like when I work at Planet I spoke to the owner and I told me you know what I'm gonna step out and do my own thing you know so right now I see him he gives me a big hug this is a multi-millionaire he gives me a hug hey Shane how's it going like, he doesn't see me as competition he's proud of me yeah. he'll tell me like hey I'm so proud of you bro like you've done so well and I told him I learned from you a lot this and that you know millennials now like all the stuff that people that have told me about they're under 30 people that thought like oh we could do it this and that and they go behind your back and do go behind your back stuff uh text your clients um open businesses and invite people that uh, your your members you know like i'm like okay i'm old-fashioned i know people don't do that but if you're gonna open your own business like dude you get your own clients clients. you don't go you open your own um you're not gonna go and and Try to get people from another, right, you know? Right, right. You're, you're doing your own and thing. And that's something that I've seen with my personal experience that yeah. millennials have been doing. Yeah. And I've asked people, friends of mine that are business owners, and they tell me, well, maybe they're scared that they're your competition or something. I'm like, no, you just don't close your doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all a mentality thing. And I think anyone that does burn bridges, anyone that does have that type of intent, it always comes back, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many people and so many businesses that fell here in El Paso. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I personally think it's because one... They're not you doing the things that they need to be doing. The expectation wasn't right, but they're also not networking. And I think networking is so important, mm-hmm. especially in a city like ours, where mm-hmm. there is so many other opportunities and mm-hmm. business owners and different industries. Like you guys are having events with, you know, mm-hmm. CrossFit and different mm-hmm. things like that too. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to dabble in these other networks, but also have the right intentions. And that positive energy, in my opinion, does come back, mm-hmm. you know, so... Yeah, I think that um, the with the Live Fit EP event, it, one of the things that we're trying to do is unite all of the fitness platforms, everybody in El Paso, to be fit. So that's like one of our ways to unite people if, instead of being all against each other. Because right. we felt like with El Paso, all the gyms and everybody was always like fighting against each other, like who's the best gym and stuff like that. And um, I think that the Live Fit EP whole ideal is to unite that. So CrossFitters can that. get along with bodybuilders. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys are initially it. just pushing the idea of mm-hmm. being fit, being yeah. healthy. Being, yeah. yeah. So know. if you go to big cities like Dallas, Scottsdale, Denver, whatever, you know, there's expos, fitness expos, like big expos, you know. And my idea was like, why don't we do an expo here? Since we're so just close to the border, it could be an international expo. You it can make it international yeah, just because yeah. of the And that's what we're doing yeah. right now. Like and we this, actually this got past a, year, a grant from the city because we were bringing in so much from the tourism. From, really? Yeah. yeah. That's that awesome. Yeah, we got people from Guadalajara, from Mexico City, mm-hmm. from all over. Like next, we'll invite you to this coming up one. Yeah. And it's you're going to be like, oh, I'll, I'll send you the videos. Of the that we've done the YouTube videos the on the previous them. ones, right? And you're gonna be like, "What? This is happening in El Paso? That's insane! You know? That's yeah. really cool! Oh yeah! I'm really excited for the movement that you guys are bringing to the city because I mean, we all, everyone that has been living here knows the rep that El Paso's had, mm-hmm. but also everyone that's lived here can see the progression that El Paso's mm-hmm. been taking. I think a lot more people are into fitness now mm-hmm. than they were oh, five, yeah. seven years ago. You know? Oh yeah. So, yeah, and we're proud of that. Yeah. Like we say, like there's enough business for everybody, mm-hmm. and we promote other people, you know, whenever we can. And that's what we're trying to do with the podcast as well: is giving out the free information, like we talked about, um, uniting all right. fitness or anybody that's even interested in health and fitness 
that they can listen to the podcast and learn how to get started, learn different things that they might not learn on their own. You know, so talk to our viewers a little bit about your podcast. Uh, Where can our viewers find your podcast, and what do you guys talk about? What is the theme? Um, So it's Swolmates Podcast. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Um, and so you can look it all up on soulmatespodcast.com. We have all the links there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a health, love, and fitness podcast. So we touch a little bit about everything. Like we, for the health section, we talked about like body fat testing with some. Like if the bathroom um, pills are really accurate or not. Uh-huh. You know how they check right. your body fat? Yeah, yeah. So we call this guy that does the whole, it's like a CT scan machine. Mm-hmm. But it's oh, like shit. super accurate because it's used for hospitals. Mm-hmm. So he talked to us about his opinion. About body fat, what, what it does. Did, what did he do? Are they accurate or not? Mm-hmm. We've talked to a chiropractor. And then most of the... The chiropractor podcasts. was a good one. The chiropractor mm-hmm. said, did you know that? Sometimes your joints hurt because you don't drink a lot of water. That and I'm like, really? Like, what, is it, what, what, are your, what does that mean? He's like... Mm-hmm. So you know you have your organs. They have to be like moist, wet. Right. So what happens is that when you don't drink water, it starts pulling your water from your joints to take it to those to organs. So that's when you start hurting because in the winter, that's when we don't drink water. We get lazy with the water intake. I think because water is cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold. So we get lazy with it, but that's why people get achy, aches. That's something that really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. So what I tell myself is like, okay, what's something that I would want to do? Okay, dating in the gym. Okay, um, intermittent fasting, which is what everybody, the, all the yeah, celebrities yeah. are doing right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do it by by accident. Yeah, you do it. You don't want to. But <laughs> Every day I do pretty much fast. And you know what? Like, I've had clients like today. I have a lawyer that I uh, t- got into intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. and she told me, "Well, I don't eat breakfast, so it's gonna be easy for me." And I'm like, "But we were bodybuilders, so we're used to eating six meals a day. So we had a harder time than mm-hmm. normal." Well, people. he does the intermittent fasting. Yeah, you, she, she doesn't do it because she has such a fast metabolism that if she does it, she'll like I'll lose all her muscle. muscle. That's how my girlfriend is too. Like mm-hmm. she's hungry every thirty seconds. Oh yeah, that's how I am. Every two hours. <laughs> Okay, my next meal, my next yeah. meal. No, with me, I smell cheesecake and I get fat. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, even have to eat it. <laughs> but with the podcast, um, most of it's just us sitting down in our office and we just talk with each other, yeah. have conversations. And what I've seen subjects. is that it's always like it's one fitness guy or one fitness girl. Like mm-hmm. the, I haven't seen a lot of couples mm-hmm. that are doing it together. You know, that's something that's really that sticks cool. out when there's like a Two couple. Two are always better. Oh, better yeah. Than like one, even you know, if it's so. like a, a couple doing real estate. I think it feel it stands out more than just one person. Yeah. I feel like it, you know. Yeah. So that's no, something I that agree. we thought about. So that's why we called it Swolmates, and then um, we're just trying to get it out there. We we definitely want to go to this new convention that we saw that's in San Diego. Yeah. So we're gonna try to go to that and just network. So right now we're at the point that I fulfill my dream. Like I have my gym. I have like everybody. Like it's a good vibe. We're making money. So now I told like my wife for New Year's. I told her, okay, this is focus on whatever you want to do. Like, even if you think it's dumb, we'll do it. I don't care. Yeah. So we're doing podcasts. We're doing so much so much different things. Right? What else are we doing? Competitions and stuff like that. She's an IBB pro. We're doing competing. Last yeah. year, she traveled like nine times out of the year. Wow. All these competitions. Um, so we're just doing whatever she wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. in control right now. So what is next for Shane and Lizzie? Uh-huh. Hmm. What's next for us? I don't know. Just play <laughs> by the day. Yeah. yeah. Just go by yeah. the day. Enjoy, enjoy the like, moment. Yeah, yeah. Every day we have new ideas, new things that we want to do. So we're just life, is, life is exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. Just great. Enjoy the moment mm-hmm. and um, just spread love whenever we can and fitness. You know, mm-hmm. um, and we just realized how fitness is just a big platform. Yeah. That you can use. You know, mm-hmm. like even though we're really strong in our faith. And we plant our seed in clients sometimes like that don't believe in God. We just like start praying for them or stuff like that when they're going through something and you just feel their they change. 
Yeah. Yeah. We love seeing the change in our clients. Like you'll just see them when they start, they're super depressed. They're negative about themselves. They're overweight. As they start to lose weight, they're more positive or they'll like when they'll put themselves down at the gym, we're like, no, no negative self-talk. Come on. Like you can do this. And so that person's life just changes everywhere. Not only their health and everything, but their mindset, their positivity, their relationship with their husband and everything like it's better. So it's so rewarding. It's such a rewarding job. To what's be able to what's do that one people. of those situations or what's that one client situation that you had that just made you realize like, damn, like I'm mm-hmm. so grateful to be doing this. I had one. I had a girl one time and um, I was getting her ready for a show. And there was one we barely started. And I just felt like something like I had to just help her. Mm-hmm. And I, she was so like negative sometimes. And I just did not give up. And Lizzie was like, why do you just like sometimes she tell me like I don't have time, I don't have money to, to pay for training this month and I was like don't worry I'll sponsor you and Lizzie was like why are you sponsoring her it's like she's so negative mm-hmm. and I was like there's just something that just tells me not to give up on her and then one time just backstage when I was getting ready for a show she just broke down and told me you know what I just want to confess something to you that I tried to commit suicide two times you know and um um, I just I tell her you know what well, God wants has a purpose for you like there's a reason why you didn't die he said one time she overdosed on, on, on drugs and she flipped her car and then on the freeway and then the cops came and they were like how did she survive and another story I don't remember what happened to her yeah. but yeah right now she changed her life she's really active at church mm-hmm. um, I think she even became a personal trainer mm-hmm. and she's doing really well that's cool huh that's fucking insane mm-hmm. sorry for cussing <laughs> <laughs> but you have a story hmm Somebody that you've impacted? My stories. I've had that too. Like I've had, I've had two or three girls that said that they were suicidal thoughts like that before they started losing weight. But I did have a lady lose a hundred pounds and she was just like so happy and so full of life and everything. And that was like really Mm -hmm. rewarding to watch her go through that process. Oh yeah. My, my, um, mechanic doesn't charge me. He says, you saved my marriage, bro. Like before my wife was so unhappy and overweight and now like she's always happy and Awesome. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't even charge me. Like, I take the car and he's like, don't worry about it, bro. That's really cool. Yeah. And and I I actually do very minimal, like, to a certain percentage, know exactly what you guys are talking about. Because I, in Miami, I started working for a um, a network marketing company where we sold healthy groceries online and help people get in mm-hmm. shape, lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I would talk to people from all over the country that I never knew. Mm-hmm. And I would talk to people for hours yeah. on the phone. They would cry to me. They would yeah. pour out their entire life to me. I remember meeting yeah. this one girl that it made me realize, like, damn, like what I'm doing right now can make an, an impact. An impact because health is everything, and mm-hmm. ha- people think that it's it's just weight, but it's really everything that comes with it. It's the rest of your life is dictated on your health. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. And this girl, she told me that her weight was stopping her from having a family and having kids. Mm. And her doctor told her she had to lose weight mm-hmm. in order for her to have a baby. Mm-hmm. If not, she's never going to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. And I was able to not only hear her story, but hearing her story just made me buy into the situation so much that I needed to see her lose weight. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't even an option. I was like, I was like I'm going to go to El Paso and I'm going to take off that weight for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it was. it's just something that you can get literally you could become such a part of someone's life mm-hmm. simply by helping them understand mm-hmm. how they need to eat and how how they need to work out you know so oh, yeah it's really crazy and it's really good what you guys are doing because a lot of people can think it's just a gym mm-hmm. but there's so much behind it that really can help you know a lot of individuals especially 
you know, people that are going to the gym right now, people are struggling, mm-hmm. are struggling through some stuff right now. So mm-hmm. no, it's super rewarding. We really love our job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I wanted to show you like a before and after. Look at this girl. I know. These are the type of changes that we make. Wow. <laughs> wow. How much weight? And she, she looks skinnier right now. How much weight does she lose? Uh, like seventy pounds. But you just see it. It's like a different person. Like mm-hmm. you literally just just help give Look birth to a different yeah. person. And then it's not even just he looks like weight he loss. Too. Lost it's ten years. Also. Yeah. To himself. There's some cool transformations too of people that were just like regular and then into bodybuilders, and that's crazy transformations. Right. Too. Mm. Wow. Just taking it to the next level. This guy owns um, an Allstate insurance company. Really? Uh huh. That's crazy, huh? It is crazy. Uh-huh. It's, it's crazy what being healthy can do to someone, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I My goal this year, obviously everyone's goal is to be healthier, but I mm-hmm. really feel like me personally, my business and relationship-wise, I'm getting into my prime, but I really want to focus on my health this year. Like, mm-hmm. I really think that if I could get my health where it needs to be, eating right and, and sleeping right and things mm-hmm. like that because mm-hmm. I'm honestly I love working like yeah, she'll tell you like, yeah. I, for you learn to balance it I, I freaking love learn, it there's yeah. a point in your life that you're like you know what I have to balance it because yeah. I remember that I had clients sometimes till night, 8 to 9 p.m. and I remember that I was so exhausted bro like and I was like it wasn't because I was greedy and I wanted more money it's just that I wanted to help the person mm-hmm. but you have to know and understand like, like Lizzie how she told me about the 8 a.m. How you have to have that set that time for yourself. You have to have that. You have to have that balance. It's a balance. It's yeah. a balance, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, 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 have realized that too. Like, ever since Violet started, I have, thir- I have a day off now. <laughs> we, I'm like, <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> I have my day off, and I'm like, she's like, "What are you gonna do tomorrow?" I'm like, "I'll call you. I'm gonna be at the office. So we'll just go. We'll just work a little bit. <laughs> you know." But look at this guy. Two years, um, no alcohol. Wow. And this guy has a crazy story. And it's cool because you hear the stories. Like, this guy would just... you get to meet so many different people oh, in our yeah. field. Like, you just are working with some professionals, some not. Like just You get to hear so different lifestyles. Oh, yeah. Every hour, you meet a different person. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I used to work on 9 to 5, it was like, you had the th- same three people <laughs> every day. They're like, like, you talk to the same people yeah. every day. You knew everything every day. Like, yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. But that's cool. I mean, you guys are definitely making a huge impact on mm-hmm. some people. And I think what you guys are growing, I mean, I'm following you. And I love, mm-hmm. personally, I love your consistency on social media. Mm-hmm. I think it's great what you're doing. So keep it up. Thank the you. story posts every single day. Mm-hmm. See this guy without a shirt half of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, it's really cool to see what you guys are doing and how you guys are really growing this in a city that there's a lack of that. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lack of understanding on the social media and the platforms. Where can our viewers find you guys on social media? Um, so on Facebook, where Shane and Lizzie were combined. So it's Shane and Lizzie Martinez. And the reason why we did that is because we started seeing when Facebook was getting like already okay. famous, mm-hmm. we started seeing that a lot of divorces were because of social media, like Facebook and all that. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do it. We First of all, when we started reading all that, we turned off our Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Lizzie, Lizzie's parents were like, why are you doing that? That's the only reason why. That's how, the only way we see what you guys are doing. Because yeah. they lived out of town. So we're like, okay, well, we'll combine it. Mm-hmm. You know? And our Instagram was also combined. And it wasn't until she became an IBB pro that we made the decision to uh, separate them. Yeah. You know, but our marriage I, is I always first. I think essentially, yeah. And marriage should be first. Mm-hmm. And I think essentially that was a big issue with 
relationships and, mm-hmm. and marriages falling apart because of social media. Mm-hmm. But I think it was also in the be- beginning the stages beginning, because right. people didn't understand, understand right. how to accept it. Mm-hmm. Are different and for now. people, it was literally like, yeah. whoa, yeah. Like, I could talk <laughs> to my ex girlfriend doing. Let me post something <laughs> and let me see how many, you know, like it's, it, it's crazy. But I even have I this too. Like, I'll tell you now. to this very day, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends, I'm not going to name their name because mm-hmm. it would be a huge burn, but <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my, my friends that are realtors mm-hmm. talk to me about all the girls that they're talking to uh-huh. and things like that. And I'm like, I mean, that's cool. I get it. But I'm like, bro, you're using social media for the wrong yeah. thing because oh, yeah. I have a ton of leads. Yeah. I get leads daily. Uh-huh. And it's because I'm focused on oh, growing yeah. the business, mm-hmm. not growing my my game. you know like i'm not trying to do that yeah, because at the end of the day yeah. this is a time in our life right now that we need to take advantage of this mm-hmm. before instagram and facebook start monetizing yeah. for that exposure because yeah, right now there's still uh-huh. an ex- an yeah. organic exposure yeah. and mm-hmm. facebook's actually has gone yeah. down a lot i don't know if yeah. you noticed but organically yeah. it's yeah. a lot harder to get exposure yeah. instagram is still fairly there but uh-huh. One day, Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook will be the old platforms. One day, there's going to be a new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for you, you to be to consistent enough, for you to be on top of the game, I think social media is mm-hmm. definitely a living, living, breathing thing that you have to understand as a mm-hmm. business owner mm-hmm. and have to utilize every Yeah, that's often. how we see it is it's for a business, you know, yeah. all the social media. So um, for our Instagram, mine is Lizzie IFBB Pro. What's yours? Shane? Shane MTZ33. I change it all the time. I get like ADD. Is that good? Yeah. Is that good for this podcast? Shane Martinez, 33. Another one. Shane Martinez Fitness. Segment was Aquaman. Aquaman. I love hair. Beard. You had a long hair. Yeah. The beard. Yeah. He has ADD. So when you asked me, I was like, on Facebook is Shane. But then we also have Lazy Martinez with a Y. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we also have the Soulmates podcast Instagram too. It's on iTunes too and on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, Google Play everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we also have the Lefiti P and we also have that hashtag. And if you guys are doing some type of fitness thing, please hashtag mm-hmm. your stuff on um, hashtag Lefiti P on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And our whole vision, which we haven't been able to do it yet. So if some of your listeners are listening to this and they want to help us with it, our whole one of my visions was to have an app that let's say you're like on a Friday or Saturday. Uh, Friday or Saturday and you want to do something in the weekend and you could be on an app and be like let's see what's happening in El Paso oh look there's a tennis tournament at the Coronado Country Club oh look there's a uh, I could go play dodgeball at the uh, at the rec at the so rec all center. activities yeah yeah you could just whatever you want to do it's, it's cool. there mm-hmm. you know um, I wanted to develop some type of the FDP app that, I um, have an app developer. Yeah, that restaurants could even um, you can have a healthy a option, healthy option restaurant that you can have restaurants where you can choose whatever. Where, okay, you have uh, we have a list of healthy restaurants that live P approved. You know, uh-huh. and then people could click on it. Okay, there's the directions to what to get. Boom, boom, boom. That's cool. Um, the sporting events, right? That we have any tournaments and stuff that are going. Tournaments, on, free classes that are happening. Like mm-hmm. anybody could just put their information up there. That's awesome. Like that's the the vision that hasn't because I'm not really technological savvy. She is the one that's. I have an app guy. Yeah. You need me well, to yeah. you too. And people can make money off it. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to make money off it. Like I I always tell people like um, I was talking to one of my friends. Even if somebody came up with the app and they wanted to charge the restaurants for having their name in the app and they want right. make money go for it like I don't want to make I just want people to have that access to it yeah imagine if we have that here in El Paso yeah that would be super cool you know what I mean that you yeah. could just 
on the weekend, you want to go on a bike ride or you want to go hike Mountain Cristo Rey mm-hmm. and you don't want to go by yourself, I wonder if there's a group doing it. Yeah. Boom, you know? So it's kind of like a group. What is a group? group? They do have something group? like that. Yeah? Meetup. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, And but that's really you searching for things that you're interested in. So having a specific app. A niche. A niche instead of being abroad. Yeah, like events and... And food, mm-hmm. that would be really And cool. the idea, too, was like I also wanted to have like a Live Fit, EP, Live Fit uh, San Antonio, Live Fit Denver, Live Fit, like in every city, try to make an impact like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that we could be across the... Yeah, US. make it make it nas- national. Yeah, so we have a lot of dreams. That's cool. <laughs> we dream big. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to, and I think it's really good because... I personally have so many dreams and goals and mm-hmm. I, I say this as a joke, but I'm like, I'd be so pissed if I died because mm-hmm. I need to do so many things. I tell Lizzie, we have like two million life insurance each and I tell her, if I die, you do everything that we talked about. You <laughs> better not stop. You, use that money. you have no excuses. Use that money. Really. <laughs> make that up. Make Girl. the gym. Make the <laughs> open gyms in my name. Like, to commemorate me. <laughs> <laughs> Make a dumbbell with my, uh, <laughs> like a statue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's really cool. I'm I'm honestly really excited for you guys to see where you guys go with this gym. What's next for you, mm-hmm. and to see the impact that you guys really have mm-hmm. on El Paso and the people in El Paso too. Because I think El Paso is such a great city. And the people in here are great too. Mm-hmm. To get everyone where they need to be health-wise mm-hmm. would make this city even better. But it's happening. You know? It's happening yeah, already. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. But The so- mirage is coming true. People used to say, oh, it's just a mirage. Yeah. People say, El Paso is going to be this and that. El Paso is going to change. People don't, some people don't see it. Yeah, but now know? it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you guys are doing what you're doing yeah. and you see it too because mm-hmm. I get excited when people see it too. I'm like... You yeah. see what I see? Like, do you yeah. see what I see? Yeah. The city's about yeah. to happen. Like oh, it's yeah. really exciting. Oh, yeah. So and we're glad that we haven't given up on the city. We've been mm-hmm. invested our time. Yeah. We've been yeah. doing the Le Philippi. This is gonna be our fifth year. That's you awesome. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We didn't make any money. Like, you know, like it's just our passion. It's consistency. And people follow that. They yeah. see that you're passionate about something. Yeah. And that's And if you can do something for that long and not make money, you know, even barely if your brain started to make money, because mm-hmm. people have the wrong I think just people's mindsets are completely different, especially real estate. Real estate people will get their license, make some money, have a good month or two, and they're like, you know, <laughs> all their 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 beliefs, everything goes out the window because money could change people mm. sometimes. But I think having the focus and understanding like everything has to go back into the growth, mm-hmm. having the long term instead of the initial Immediate instant gratification. gratification. How do you feel like how you how can you teach that to somebody? I don't think you can. I think it really just comes down to the person understanding because one thing is to understand instant gratification and have some self-awareness to understand, okay, well, I'm getting like this and I'm feeling like this because I just got this. Like, okay, it's great. It's great. It's awesome. But I think it comes maybe down to experience because I've understood that Mm -hmm. having a great month scares me. Some realtors have great months and they're like, I'm going to go on vacation. Let me go to Playa Carmen. Let me go all mm-hmm. these cool places. I have a great month. It scares the shit out of me mm-hmm. because I'm like, holy shit, this is great. This is fun. But now how can I duplicate? How can I triplicate? Next month? How can I do this mm-hmm. every single month? And mm-hmm. I think what it comes down to is consistency. That's cool. You see it that way. You know, like yeah. 
Big months can happen, but I think building a business to where it's consistent enough to happen every single month, to have those 400 people monthly, mm-hmm. you know, not having to fall out or mm-hmm. seeing the fallout and then growth. adjust so that yeah. you don't, you know, continue that fall. I think self-awareness is super big when it comes down to having that awareness that to, to kind of mentally understand that it's not about the self-gratification. It's about the growth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it comes down to kind of macro, micro, you know, are you a macro type of person or a micro? If you're micro, you're interested in the instant gratification and the, let me buy this car because I just got this check and let me buy this house because I just got this. Mm-hmm. Whereas a macro, it's more, this is all part of the process. I'm eating shit right now because of the process. Mm-hmm. The couple that we, the, the people we just had before you guys, mm-hmm this girl's a rapper they sold everything and i was telling you the story they sold everything they have uh-huh. to travel across the country get her name out and network with other artists in mm-hmm. the industry uh-huh. for them to do that i think takes a whole different kind of mentality because now it's not so much of the instrument this is more of the macro where are we going mm-hmm. they're telling us stories about them not having water in the rv and being in the middle of nowhere, you know, them having like, it's hard what they're going through, but they are doing it. They're doing it with Mm -hmm. a smile on their face Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. their understanding is the macro, not the micro. They're not excited about that show that they did last week. Mm -hmm. They're excited about the connections they're going to make next month Mm -hmm. to set them up in a year from now, Mm -hmm. two years Mm -hmm. from now. And I think that's where a lot of people don't have the right mentality because they're, they're the micro instead of the macro. Mm. And you guys are definitely macro. You guys are mm. definitely thinking ahead. Yeah. Let's eat shit. Let's yeah. grow this. But we're trying to teach that to our trainers. Right. We have three young trainers and they have so much potential. Good kids, humble, respectful, hard workers, and they just don't understand it. We try to tell them like, look, you're living in the time of your life right now that you could just, yeah. you just have to do this, 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 and that. And they don't get it at all. Yeah. yeah. And I think it comes down to, too. I think it's like, experience. Like, like you said, they just you, need experience. You have to find people that are coachable and people that want it as much as you. Because there's people that want it. You get mm-hmm. me? There's mm-hmm. there's people that want to be successful, want to have they don't a business. They want to put the work in. But there's not people that want it enough. You know, there's mm-hmm. people that want it, but not enough to do the hours and to put the 15 hours a day mm-hmm. or the eight hours after their nine to five into their business. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where it comes down to the very few people, the people that sit on my podcast mm-hmm. that are able to tell their story and tell me the struggles that they face. The, I didn't have money. I, I put all the $3,000 that I had into buying the clothes that I needed to sell and mm-hmm. hoped that everything went well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's those type of people that understand the long term mm-hmm. and the struggle that needs to happen in order for that success to happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something that you can maybe teach. Maybe it's something that I think you have to not necessarily be born with, but you have to realize on yourself, like by yeah, yourself. Like you Lizzie know? said, it's experience. Mm-hmm. And it's true what she said. It's experience because um, we've all been through that when our rock bottom, they, they, you experience it. Like, like I told you, I was at Casa Nissan hating my life. I remember that I used to be like sitting in the parking lot and be like just waiting, you know? Yeah. Like I hated my job. You know what I mean? And that experience caused me to be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I just agree. experience. You have to have a yeah. shitty job to appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to appreciate Sometimes you need life. to go through some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you need to go through some stuff to yeah. really appreciate it. So that's what she said. That's the best thing. Yeah. Experience. Mm-hmm. 
Getting perspective, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's crazy. But hopefully, you know, the employees that you have, the team that you have, the culture and business that you've been building is definitely setting you guys up for that macro and mm-hmm. where you guys need to be, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not really where you want to be. It's where you need to be, I yeah. think, in life. And that's mm-hmm. where things happen. Yeah, that's what Shane always tells me. He's like, if God wanted us to be millionaires by now, we would already be millionaires. He's like, you know, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes, you know. You need to take, it need, you need to go through a struggle, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. see, to get perspective enough to appreciate mm-hmm. the, the things because exactly. it's just like, like when you do become a millionaire you're going to appreciate it so much more it's just like people that are and born into exactly. money you know mm-hmm. they don't somebody that's born into money won't appreciate a million dollars as much as somebody that had to work mm-hmm. for 20 years to make mm-hmm. a million dollars mm-hmm. oh yeah you know so mm-hmm. it comes down to that but Really excited to have you guys on. I'm super, super excited that you guys were able to show up. We've <laughs> actually been trying to plan this for a while, too. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're, we're super excited to, to hear it. And then we also want to have you on our podcast as definitely. well. Definitely. So maybe we could do like a sit down consultation with you. Talk yeah. about like how we could get your life into a health track. I right, think that would be right. Really cool. yeah. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Or what to do, what to look like. Like an example. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little real estate, talk a little bit about Plus health. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That'd be really awesome. And I'm, You know what? I had the idea and hopefully it'll happen <laughs> one day. Okay. You have a developer that wants to make houses, uh-huh. right? In the middle of the house, make a gym. I in mean, the in the middle of the, of, the, of the housing development, make a gym that is accessible to all the, the people that live there. They have that right now. Yeah. So it's, so it's a it's basically it's not big in El Paso, but they have gated communities mm-hmm. that require HOA homeowners associations. Mm-hmm. These homeowners, there's one actually here on the east side. It's off Montana, mm-hmm. um, but it's really cool because they build these developers build new construction. You could go right now and build a house with them. Mm-hmm. It's Bella Homes, but in the middle they have the. Tennis court, pool, wow. and gym. That's, wow, perfect. that's perfect. So it's yeah. something like a, an apartment, mm-hmm. yeah. but you're paying an HOA fee per month. Mm-hmm. And it's in this subdivision I'm talking about, it's, it's uh, $80. Mm-hmm. You pay $80 for a full that's gym, that's, pool, yeah, that's tennis so courts, bad. basketball courts, oh, yeah. everything. Uh, so that was my and Yeah, but no, it is. It's actually a really good business model. I will get totally get out of house. We should go look at it just to see it yeah see yeah, yeah let me know dream. well i'll take you guys over because <laughs> yeah. they build houses we're actually there quite a bit i have a client that's actually wanting to go next week mm-hmm. but um but yeah that's that's actually in place here in el paso a lot of people don't know because you don't see too many gated mm-hmm. communities here in the mm-hmm. city you know but that does exist actually that's it's, cool, it's really that's cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah we should definitely set up the podcast to do like an example consultation how we do it with a client like what What's your day-to-day schedule look like? How yeah. can we adjust it and everything? Oh, I'm to- ready to tell you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what my day looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely need it. And going forward, I think that's definitely one of my goals. So really excited mm-hmm. to sit down with you guys too. Yeah. But, You're but- going to have... She has a vegetarian meal plan. You could send it to her. I do. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, she I made a... Uh, for one of her clients. One. But what, what was it? It's vegan. Plant-based yeah, but who, who was it that you made it for? Just I had a vegan client that needed a diet. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So it's a high protein vegan diet. Really? Mm-hmm. Vegan's cool. Yeah, you would totally v- like vegan. It. You know all the meditation really people. Cool. Yeah, I like it. All the meditation, like the gurus and all that. Mm-hmm. It's all about vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping your body all up all nice. Buddhas and everything. Oh, they, yeah. They're all vegetarian. Vegan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will. You know what I did is I cut my red meat out. So mm-hmm. I just do uh, chicken and fish. 
And I that's feel, usually what people start with because red mm-hmm. meat is one of the unhealthiest. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. If you see all the documentaries of cancer and everything is linked to red meat. Mm-hmm. And even like... We'll just have uh, it on my, occasion. Yeah, on occasion. Like, and even Lizzie told me that the way um, I stopped being less irritable. She says, yeah. even your, your mood changed. You know why? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this as a vegetarian, mm-hmm. okay? There's a lot of reasons why I stopped eating meat. Mm-hmm. But one of the main reasons was... I'm very spiritual and I believe in this, okay? So just picture this. All these animals are in line. Animals aren't dumb. They're smart, mm-hmm. you know? Like mm-hmm. they, they have feelings. So even yeah. though they can't oh, yeah. cry and, you know, they you cry know, in their own way. Uh-huh. So these animals are all in line. And I mean, think about it like you. You're in line to get tickets or whatever. And you're in line and you're like, what's taking so long? <laughs> you know, and you're looking in front and you're just like... <laughs> Like, holy shit, that's what's <laughs> about to happen, you know? The the way that our meat is processed isn't it's like fear. humane. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very ugly and these animals know what's going on, you know? <laughs> so imagine these animals, this chicken or this cow in line and Good he sees kills. two cows away and he's like, Oh shit. These cows aren't just hanging out yeah. thinking they're going to Disneyland, they're crying, they're yeah. they're scared, they're trying to get out. Yeah. There's fear. There's there's all and types of that. And you're eating it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's personally, I could tell you that mm-hmm. when I eat food, I don't get mad anymore. I don't, when mm-hmm. I used to eat food, I remember how I felt. I remember mm-hmm. exactly how I felt. And mm-hmm. when I used to eat that burger and the, the steak, because I used mm-hmm. to love steak, I would be in a bad mood. I'd be short. I'd, I'd mm-hmm. not want to talk to people. I'd be tired. I'd be mm-hmm. exhausted. I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, just, I can't breathe. You know, like... Mm-hmm. All those things have an effect on us. And if mm-hmm. we have a machine and everything that we put into our body has some sort of mm-hmm. outcome, imagine what it's doing when we're putting those types of emotions in our body, too. Mm-hmm. You know? No, yeah, it's true. true. Yeah, I've totally never seen it at like... that, um, uh, your, that point of view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From now on, I'm not going to eat meat ever. Just kidding. I love my chicken yeah. and my ground turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people love it, and don't get me wrong, I didn't. No, not I feel like, like the taste. I, no, I'm a cutitarian, okay? I made up my own thing. It's a cutitarian where I don't eat <laughs> anything that's cute. She doesn't eat lamb. I don't eat lamb. Uh, <laughs> rabbit. So, yeah. whatever is ugly. Yeah. yeah, like chickens, they're not cute. Like, <laughs> okay. Give me that chicken. <laughs> like, you know what? Like, I see food like, as, a, as a, like, a purpose. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, I eat chicken and ground turkey muscle. to build muscle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's how I make my living. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone does. You know, I think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, she, I used to go to the Cafe Central and get the rack of lambs. Yeah. And she was like... rack of lambs? Yeah, she was, yeah, and then she was like, um, you're going to eat... a. Uh, uh, what did you say? Lamb. A baby lamb like a, or a lamb? This and that. I was like, <laughs> well, that's just really bad. I was eating it and I was <laughs> just like so imagining cute. that yeah. in my head. Yeah. And I used to have a poodle. I used to have a poodle and I was like, it's like imagining I was eating the poodle and I was like, you just ruined the rack of lamb. So, <laughs> so I actually, I, I laugh at that a lot because it's funny that, and this is just society in general, mm-hmm. there's a big disconnect when it comes down to the food that you're eating and the animal that was killed mm-hmm. people don't want to associate a cow with a burger yeah. or yeah. chicken with the it's chipotle true. bowl mm-hmm. yeah so i'll eat with violet or my <laughs> mom or you know how's your little how's your poor like, little chicken oh, the poor oh. little chicken like, and she won't finish it and i'm like wow <laughs> No, but she become a cutitarian. Yeah, <laughs> cutitarian. 
Terry. I'll eat the ugly ones. <laughs> ugly cows. Yeah. If it's baby cow, I won't eat it. Yeah, like veal, veal, I will eat veal. No. But I'll yeah. eat grown-up cow. Like, they live their life, okay? <laughs> He's good. They're already ready. He knows life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone has their, their preference. And I eat meat for a long mm. time. Um, but it is crazy. It, it's just crazy that food does have a lot of impact on mm-hmm. what you eat, you know, and mm-hmm. it could get scientific and it could get spiritual and it could get whatever you want. But what you put in your body does have an outcome. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you put in junk, you're going to have a junky body, too. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> this has really helped me understand that I don't need to eat pizza right now. <laughs> you can still <laughs> eat it. It's a, it's a Saturday night. Get a yeah. gluten pizza, teach you. <laughs> No, for sure. Our cauliflower but, crust pizza. Yeah, cauliflower oh, crust. I love cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. good. Sauce. Uh, sauce At Pyology, SOS. they have one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pyology just, just mm-hmm. opened up here on yeah, the Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I haven't tried it. It's like Chipotle, but pizza. You like create really? pizza. You just yeah. pick your stuff. Yeah. Like, you create, really and then the they put it in like an oven, meat. like a really cool oven. and then Brick oven? Oh, it's so good. That's awesome. I love pizza. Yeah. Me too, but my wife doesn't, so that's why I'm skinny. If it wasn't because of her. Oh, yeah. We'd be like, we would be trainers. That's so funny. So I kind of like to wrap every podcast. Did you up. accidentally summon me? <laughs> <laughs> Siri, Siri, no, this I is not your episode. <laughs> Did you accidentally summon me? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, so I like to end every podcast or wrap up every podcast with this question: Being a realtor, I love El Paso. I love the things that El Paso offers. What are your favorite restaurants? Mm-hmm. Places to hang out and places go out here in the city. Hmm. Favorite restaurants. We're really extrovert introverts. <laughs> <laughs> we eat at home most we of the time. Really? Like being yeah. in, in bodybuilders, what we do, it's like I tell my clients, basically what bodybuilding is, is 12 weeks of eating at home Monday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so you do not eat it out. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you miss out on so many things. <laughs> you know, like we have so many grand openings that are uh, friends of ours that are opening restaurants and yeah. inviting us <laughs> to guest lists and all that. And we can't go. Like, you know? No, we already ate yeah. our chicken. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we love what we do. It's just like November, December, we take it off. Mm-hmm. We don't do any, like we don't do like a strict diet, but we just miss having that discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just feel like that, that morning cardio, that meditation. And then you do your, you, you just feel so it's, good. It feels great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. And maybe for you guys, this question will be, re-asked huh. what is your favorite cheat meal mm. cheat meal <laughs> there we go <laughs> that's the right question yeah. to ask buddy <laughs> yeah. I like donuts and donuts? he likes ice cream yeah I don't donuts like donuts from where um just anywhere the voodoo donuts from of. another city voodoo yeah no but he's talking about El Paso oh, pass up, pass up, pass up. Pass up. I just had um yes Hillside's good and I just had um what's that bakery that you went to that um they didn't have any donuts they were closed when you went downtown and then Naima brought me one downtown? I can't think what it's called where we used to live on Oregon Street oh that really trendy yeah it's like a really trendy donut and coffee shop it's on mm. Oregon I yeah they get back to homeless it was a really good donut they do like a really good cause really mm-hmm. yeah you should Which get them in the show coffee box uh, no, no. I, no, it's more like by Oregon. Savage by Goods. Savage Goods. Savage Goods. Yes. Yes. We are going to put Savage Goods on this. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, yeah, I had a donut from there the other day. It was super Yeah, good. really? Yeah. That yeah. place is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was like um, a healthier version of the donut too, but it was really yeah. good. I like going to, um, have you, like you gone Menchies? to that? It's, it mentioned, but I, you have you gone to the, um, 
What's that restaurant we came here to the east side with our friend? That's Italian the owner? Kitchen? No, the owner. Italian Kitchen? No, babe. The pizza place. <laughs> pizza? With our friend Daniel. Cafe Italia? Cafe Italia. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. let me tell you, <laughs> after every single podcast, uh-huh. it's on our vlog too, but we used to always go to Cafe Italia on the mm-hmm. west side because our uh, Bitolas was over there. Yeah. Cafe Italia is awesome. Oh, we yeah. met the so owner, bad. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. We came nice over here guy. to the east side yeah. to eat with him because mm-hmm. he's mainly over here, but yeah, him yeah. and his brother run his it. His brother's in the west side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, east side, actually, in my opinion, is better because oh, yeah. they offer more things on the menu and mm-hmm. better desserts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. Cafe Italia. Oh, yeah. Has he ever. Uh, oh, you don't need steak. <laughs> that yeah, is. We yeah, they did. They did. Like in that oven? It was like a, oh my God. Like I had never tasted a steak here. that mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. like in an oven like that. Mm-hmm. It was like, and I cut my red meat already, but he had yeah. just did it because he invited us, you know? Yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah. Like, Daniel, yeah. Daniel is awesome. Oh, yeah. He invited us too, and we ate like kings. We tried almost that everything. That he makes for you yes. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's like so weird. Yeah. yeah. He's like, bring him, bring him this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll just yeah. eat it. Yeah. Don't worry. That's just somebody that that has a passion for it yeah you yeah. know they're successful because they have a passion for it yeah mm-hmm. he does yeah. yeah you should bring him on the podcast yeah. we actually did we oh, did, did so the yeah. day that so we would go to Cafe Italia so much on the west side that mm-hmm. we met him and he invited us to the east side mm-hmm. and we asked him hey can we do a podcast with you he was he's very shy mm-hmm. so he's like no 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 we convinced him well, just talk to us about the business. Let us eat some food. Mm-hmm. But we're going to record the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so we did. And yeah, he's cool. ended up being a podcast. Yeah, he's yeah. got a he's lot full of cool stories. Yeah, he's really cool. He's, yeah, he he's is. very knowledgeable. And, and he does a lot of heavy stuff The himself. way they The way they make their pizza is is just very different from El Paso because mm-hmm. they use the, the even the cheese that they yeah. use is very... But did you know that he made all the chairs, all the tables yeah. himself? Yeah, and the porch area and the outside too. and mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very handy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's awesome. Cafe Italia is yeah. one of our favorites too. Yeah. yeah. We should have him on the podcast too. I know, huh? Yeah, put him on. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's on he's very shy. He's yeah. doing the intermittent fasting. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. No way. Yeah. Daniel's yeah. cool. We probably talked to him yeah. like in he has some. He told me something about... That, remember we said he doesn't drink water? Yeah, that he only drinks electrolyte water. Period. Yeah, he only drinks... <laughs> I love electrolytes. I drink electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. I drink electrolytes in the morning, and I'm like, I'm about to get lit with my electrolytes. <laughs> no, well, we were eating, right? And was my like, body loves it. Yeah. Water, so we were eating, and everything's like, I don't drink water. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I just drink crispy electrolytes. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he's like, did you know that water's so bad that if you were to put a, a dryer when you're back yeah. you will not get electrocuted. <laughs> and then I, I told him, like, well, you got to, oh my God, you want to dry it? <laughs> what kind of dryer? I was like, I don't know, bro. I'm going to electrocute it. I was like, really? I was like, really? But in my head, I was like, hell no. I'm not going to do that. Hell no. I'm not going to try that. Like, oh, wow. Your steak is so good. <laughs> this is a really good steak, though. <laughs> You do not make a steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What know, about to so. hang out? What's one of your one of your favorite places to hang out? We're just out? like we're like we're old souls. <laughs> we like go to movies, go yeah, eat. We we'd rather go, go have a good dinner a and have like you know just talk, yeah. be with ourselves. That's awesome. We love That's going really to the cool. movies. We actually started like a group of friends. A movie club. Go. It's called the movie club. No and way. We yeah, we have like twenty people. Twenty people that go with us. Yeah, like twenty people. We meet up every Sunday at seven fifteen on the west side in Cinemark. And I told Izzy. Is that when the like, movie starts? Yeah, like yeah. So our three of our friends are single, mm-hmm. and I told Izzy, you know what? Like, these people will not go to movies. Like, I like when I was single. Uh, some people go to movies by themselves. But mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Maybe yeah. these three people will not ever go to the movies if we had never invite them to this movie club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, isn't it cool? Yeah, For sure. People are meeting each other. When yeah. I was single, yeah. I wouldn't go by myself. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So we we have like three f- single friends that go with us. Mm-hmm. So cool. we have like a lot of people that go, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys do that every Wednesday? Every no, every Sunday. 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 Yeah. So like Sunday. we're gonna, we just had a like a we have we a have chat room on chat. Facebook mm-hmm. where it's a movie club, and we're like, what movie are we gonna vote for? So we put up uh, like the Spider Man. The second act or Marwin. So we all voted for Spider Man. Oh, so cool. we're gonna go watch Spider Man. Yeah. It's cool, it's huh? Super fun. That's badass. Yeah, mm-hmm. super cool. I might join you. Mm-hmm. Look at all the people and, that we have. Um, one of our girls in our gym came out in the, the recent movie um, with, what's his name? Um, um, yeah, I know which one. Yeah. Mule. The, the Mule. Mule. The Mule. Yeah. Uh huh. One of our friends oh, came out in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so we all went place. to go see. <laughs> She's one of our trainers. Yeah. <laughs> She's what? She came out topless. Remember when she, he's having the threesome with two girls? Oh my gosh! It was Which Ashley, the redhead. Ashley, the redhead. Oh, Ashley oh Yanez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, the podcast is going to be about Ashley. Came out topless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But we all went, we took the whole movie club there. Yeah, we, we took we the whole like, movie club. We were gonna like we all cheer when she came out. When she came out, we were like, yeah, we're like yeah. Yeah. we know her. And when she came out, we're like, can we have your autograph? Yeah, it's really cool. Fun. Yeah, it was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. They uh, they tried me Netflix on their page. moving to Albuquerque. Who? Netflix, Netflix just bought like so many acres in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and they're gonna become centralized in Albuquerque. So um um. My uh, sister-in-law owns a modeling agency, Bazaar Models. So they've contacted her to send uh, casting and all this stuff. So they've been doing all the casting for like big movies and stuff for Netflix now. And they're the ones that got her into the meal. So now they're hiring her for all this cool stuff. Like last time they flew her to L.A. You know how when they have the Ferraris and the Lambos where they have models like showing the cars or whatever? She was one of them. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Expenses paid, $400 a day, you know, like stuff like that. That's cool, huh? Wow, that's badass. Uh That's cool. El Paso's El Paso's oh, yeah. good now, man. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. getting there. And did you notice that all the Quentin Tarantinos always talk about El Paso? Have you noticed? <laughs> really? no. A lot. Yes. Yeah. So many Quentin Tarantino movies. Like, remember when Kill Bill, the, the, the wedding was in yeah. El Paso? Mm-hmm. In El Paso, Why Texas. Is that? I don't it's like I think a he has like a thing for El Paso probably. He likes Chico's. I'll send yeah. you like all the stuff from El Paso, like all the movies. That's cool. Send yeah, even the mule was like El Paso came out. So much Wolverine. The movie Wolverine. Uh, remember when he got uh, jumped by some cholos? Do you see them? When he was like, yeah, yeah, all of them? Five of them. It was in El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? bro, you're missing out. There's so much Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, let's just Google it. How many times like yeah. has El Paso been shown in movies? That's and you're going to be like, what? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, said really more. That's crazy. What about going out? What's your favorite place to go out? Hmm. We don't go out. <laughs> I know. No. If you did. <laughs> if we did, where would we go? <laughs> 
the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yeah>. our bar. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, I guess we outgrew it. We yeah. used to get invited to we all these to. Um, new clubs and this and, and there was always the same 15 people that we go. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you get a DWI, you get this and that. I was like, mm. it's not worth a DWI. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wrong exposure. Yeah. yeah we, we, like now we'd rather exposure. just go over to a friend's house and have some wine or something and yeah. hang uh-huh. out. Like, hang out. Or over mm-hmm. dinner. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, where do we go for dinner? Just random places. Huh? We went to, um, when we just hear a restaurant in the West Side, we we'll just mm-hmm. go. When there's a new one, we'll yeah. go check it out. That's the one thing that I do spend money on is food. I love, mm-hmm. like, trying new stuff. And mm-hmm. new <laughs> have you been to Juicery Plus? No, I haven't. Downtown? You haven't been? No. Oh like my gosh, it's like vegan heaven. Really? Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cheesecake where the old Chase building used to be. Cheesecake? Where the old Chase, yeah, they have a vegetarian cheesecake. Yeah. They have a burger that's a cheesy burger. Like, it's so good. It tastes good. like so much cheese. And it doesn't have it's cheese. Cashews. It's have you cashew. Gone, huh? It's made out of cashews. It has, it's not cheese. Yeah. And the, the guy, yeah. the guy that owns it, him and his partner, they're two guys, and they opened it. And they, that's a good person you could have on your Juicery on your, Plus. Yeah. Juicery Plus. On your oh. podcast. They're in downtown. Um, they opened up where. Um, the old Chase building used to be. Where the yeah. Green Ingredient used to be. Where green I think I know. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I've passed by. I just haven't yeah. gone in. Can that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, you totally need to go. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm super pumped for people to hear your story. I, I think you guys are super interesting. I, I'm super excited to be on your podcast, mm-hmm. too. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't been on a podcast. <laughs> Siri. Siri. Siri, you need to hang out and chill. <laughs> she wants to up. be on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to have me on? <laughs> but um, I'm really excited for you know people not only to get to know you guys a little bit more, but mm-hmm. to know what you do and how much of an impact you can actually mm-hmm. have on them. And keep doing what you're doing. I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see what you yeah. guys and I think you know, it's a great collab with. because you're on the east side, we're on the west side. You know, right. get different audiences. It's one city, one city mm-hmm. coming under one. Yeah. It feels like you're in another city. It yeah. does. Yeah. When you come like to you're in the, in the west of the east side. Yeah. Like you never stuff, come over here. It's new. This, it's new to This everyone. was never here. Like, yeah. I remember, like, back this in the days. This is all the bonfire area where you say you got in green. Yeah. Really? yeah, this is Why? where I live right now mm-hmm. behind the sack. That's where I used to party in high school. Wow. Yeah. And now there's all homes. And now it's nothing, no desert. It's like wow. homes everywhere. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah so super cool. It's really exciting. It's really exciting to see the city grow. And, and I'm super pumped to be here. I know you guys are too, mm-hmm. building your business. So really excited for, are this camera on over here? No? It died? Mm-hmm. I figured. You hopped in front of the camera and I was like, that camera died or she forgot that we're recording. Um, but really excited for people to, one, hear your story and, and hear a little bit more about what you guys are doing. Um, one more time, let our audience know where they can find you for the podcast and on uh, social media. Yeah, so it's at soulmatespodcast.com. That's where you can find all the links for iTunes, SoundCloud, all that kind of stuff. Um, and Soulmates Podcast on Instagram as well and Facebook. Um, and then my personal Instagram is Lizzie IFBB Pro and Shane's is Shane MTZ33. And then um, we also have Sun City Athletic Club, which is our gym, sunsityathleticclub.com. Awesome. <laughs> Make sure you guys follow them and tune in next Wednesday so you guys can hear Shane and Lizzie's entire story. Also tune in every single Wednesday to hear a lot of Really cool stories from entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers here in El Paso doing some big stuff like laying in, like 
<laughs> Lizzie and Shane here. <laughs> Sorry. Really excited for your podcast to come out next Wednesday and super pumped for people to hear your story. Again, thank you guys so much thank for being on us. Really so excited. Cheers Salute. one more time. Finish your, your fifth. I this is your finish. fifth or sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shane, you're, you're on the five or six. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, Salute. Like <laughs> is this alcohol? I didn't even finish my first one. Yeah, this is my second podcast. That was good. I like pretty it. Deep After a while, you stop tasting it yeah now she's gonna be a whiskey guy (laughs) again thank you guys so much and we'll see you guys next wednesday remember to live fit live fit